Welcome to the Action Shelf, the podcast that celebrates the glory of B action movies. I'm John Campbell. I'm Michael Lisman. Oh, Lisman. Uh, well, we have a doozy of a movie this week, but I would be remiss if uh, it'll be a little bit old uh, by the time this actually comes out because we record in advance. But I do feel like we need to address some current events in the world of action, B action cinema. Uh, yeah, and, and yeah, that is that the. At the time, once again, at the time of this recording, the fairly recent news about uh, Mr. Bruce Willis, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. a, a man who we have not been particularly kind to on the show, and we're, uh, deservedly or not, we were missing full context, is I guess what I would say. Sure. Um, yeah. And a lot of it came from the love that we have for a yes. lot of his movies, like, and how uh, important they were for, like, defining, like, who we are as, like film goers and and absolutely you know filmmakers so and yeah i think that's where a lot of that came from absolutely and 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 in some it's an interesting thing because for those of course who don't know bruce willis recently revealed his diagnosis of aphasia which is a Mm -hmm. a a cognitive uh disorder um that that unfortunately uh causes the the sufferers of it to uh lose the uh, ability to comprehend uh, things and the ability to communicate themselves, unfortunately, which is just awful. Oof. Brutal. Yeah. Um, so, uh, a lot of the Bruce Willis we've seen, uh, which, which I, and, and look, without the context, we were all sort of viewing a man checked out of his career, but what we were actually witnessing was a man very much struggling to maintain any kind of career and yeah. actually function. And now there's lots of stories. So, you know, a lot of this is, it's, it's, it's not like I, I retroactively feel kind of bad for the things we said, but also we didn't know. Yeah. Um, and so uh, one of the things I did is uh, is in looking at future episodes of the show, I think we will not that I mean we'll we will it's unavoidable to to talk about some movies, but we'll be viewing his stuff uh, through, a a, lens, through a different perhaps. lens, and I think yeah, not yeah. not focusing on the Bruce Willis because there's plenty of other people who deserve the mockery in movies. He well, even in. even the two movies we saw, he wasn't usually the biggest part in, no. in either of them. He was so, not, uh, and also it's and sort of like rarely the worst part of either. That's of That's true. Well. Even an affected Bruce Willis was often more watchable than most of because it is sort of like. It, it, when I read that, for me, I don't know if you had this, it kind of clicked a lot of what I was seeing where I go like, oh, that does explain he didn't mm-hmm. seem right in these movies, did he? Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, a lot of people who have worked on those movies have come out now to talk about their experience with he was very much not right on those films and uh, and yeah. now, of course, has fully retired from acting. Um, so we, we certainly do wish him and his family all the best. And... Of course. The, the thing that the 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 one nice thing that came from this is all of a sudden I feel like there is a a, a swell of positive 
feelings towards Bruce that I see expressed online now. And and there's almost yeah. uh we can put aside this later part of his career and just sort of focus on that guy was awesome cuz when he when he was yeah. really doing it he's one of the best, you know, movie stars we had. Uh, yeah. And particularly in the action genre, this is a guy who helped to redefine what action movies were with Die Hard, and uh, oh, yeah. and such. And uh, so he was uh, able to humanize the 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 leading man in a in an action movie. Well, I think he he kind of ushered in to... an era of uh, of of actual actors being action heroes. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. He was not a muscle bound meathead. He was not a karate superstar. He was just a guy who we could relate to empathize with and love mm-hmm. and hope he yeah. gets out of a situation uh, with his wits yeah. and his humor. So uh, it, it, you know, it, like I said, it's a weird reaction where I'm like, I, I, I'm heartbroken to hear that, but there's also part of me goes like, okay, now I can kind of mourn Bruce mm-hmm. Willis as opposed to watching these, these movies where he was doing as much as he could for as long as he could to try to make money yeah. for his family and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. so it's, uh, yeah. it's very sad news, obviously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, like I said, we, we, we send our best wishes to Bruce and his family. Uh, and I know this is a difficult time for them, but, uh, you know, we, lo- we love the guy here, you know, well, even, yeah. even if we're mocking him, we, we, you know, we love that dude. Uh, let's talk about something else that's sad, which is the movie we <laughs> watched this week. <laughs> Listen, Ooh, we, wow, what a transition. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, we watched 2015's Vendetta, mm. which I will say, whenever I entered this into either IMDb or Amazon or anything, it really tried to point me towards V for Vendetta. It really did. Um, a much better film. No, I, l- I like that these websites are like, no, you, you want to watch this other better movie, right? Nobody, nobody wants to watch this Dean Cain film. Why, why would anybody do that? Yes, welcome for the first time. I, it's one of those, you know. There are still a couple of these straight to video guys we haven't gotten to yet, but this is this is welcome to the show for the first time, Mister Dean Cain. A round of applause, I guess. I guess, I yeah. Is uh, that what we do? Is, I, do we have like a trumpet sort of sound that we can play wah, to welcome wah. you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's not a full-on sad trumpet. It's kind of a half-hearted, like, wah, yeah. Wah. That's that. <laughs> uh, upbeat trombone, if you will. Yeah. You know? I will say this is the first action shelf star that I have met in person. Uh, oh, gotcha. I did meet Dean Cain a few years ago at a convention. He was perfectly nice, um, you know, because when I was a kid, he was Superman, right? Like, I mean, that, right. that's that's certainly his claim to fame. Uh, is he was the super the TV Superman of the nineteen nineties, and pretty quickly his career went right to these. He never really parlayed yeah. that into. I mean, we've talked about it. a working actor is a su- successful actor, and this guy has never been out of work by any means. Right. But he does make his career doing B action straight to video stuff and a lot of Hallmark Channel original movies. Yeah. And also don't look up his politics. <laughs> the man also <laughs> yeah, makes the occasional Fox News appearance and oh, uh, yeah. And he's been in some of the Christian films as well. Uh, right, he was in God's Not Dead, right? He's 
Yeah, he's in one of those. I can't remember which one he's in, but yeah. Uh, that would require me to watch them. No, yeah, they're all the, you know, he, but he not. and Kevin Sorbo, both TV action heroes of the 90s that have gone high, you know, huge right-wing Christian. Um, though this is not a very Christian movie. Uh, no, <laughs> it does feel a little... I, well, I can't say that it feels right-wing in politics because I don't get the sense that this movie has any stance on no. anything whatsoever. No, I don't. I, I get no... Because it's so interesting because you were watching Vendetta because the other thing that we talked... One of the reasons we put this on the list is this is the first prison-based action film we've done, which is right. sort of a, a subgenre. specific subgenre. Yeah. yeah. But this movie doesn't really have anything to say about the prison industrial complex uh no it's basically just a setting for these violent action scenes right i got the impression that this movie because you know oftentimes when a, a filmmaker is making a specific type of movie they have a take or or a perspective on it that they wish to express through art yeah. The, what I got from this film is that the WWE is like, I guess we're making a prison movie, and that's the entire impetus behind the creation of this film. And I will say, watching this yesterday, I'm going, we may never have to do another prison movie again because I think every prison movie cliche is in this film. <laughs> like every, I right. think across the board, this checks every box of a prison movie. Yeah, there's there's a checklist <laughs> that they had going into the making of this film, and as long as they checked all the boxes, they created art. I mean, it, up to, to I'm it. going like corrupt warden, somebody saying you're going to the hole, prison shivs, mm -hmm. cafeteria mm -hmm. fights riot in the yard like i'm just going like down the line oh my god this it's is all here yeah it's it's done and done all in uh i i think without credits this thing clocks in at like 86 minutes yeah it was pretty brisk i will say that i i was uh this thing doesn't drag no no it doesn't. uh so i'll give it that over a lot of the movies we have this movie is not boring because <laughs> Because every, like, five minutes, there's some new violent confrontation happening. Uh, I mean, it is and it isn't. I, I did find this movie pretty boring only because I just felt like, okay, I guess this is happening now. I guess this... That's there wasn't true. Like a, there wasn't, like, a... Would you even say that there was, like, a progression of plot, necessarily? No. I mean, it... it it feels like a WWE thing in that it's all just building to the next fight, right? Right, yeah. And it's all but building it to, like... oh my god, the smackdown between Dean Kane and the big show, here it comes! Yeah, yeah. It, it, it didn't... The decisions that characters made <laughs> didn't feel justified or earned in any... Because generally, no. like, with, with a lot of these types of movies, it's like, a character will make a decision, there are repercussions, and yeah. then somebody else will react, and then a constant chain of acting and reacting right. uh, leading to uh, usually like a, a tragic uh, or sometimes heroic. Uh, but this is just like, I, I guess this person's dying now. I guess now the warden's working with well, Dean Kane, I guess. Or, honestly. Well, but not anymore, I guess. Like, what? When, I don't know. When it Dean starts killing off life. members of the gang one by one, I never knew who anyone was. Like, yeah. aside from a couple of them, it's just like, because it's like, now he's going to kill this guy. I go, have we seen this guy? Who's this guy? guy? 
<laughs> it did feel like he was just killing random people in prison. Like mm-hmm. it didn't like nothing really ultimately felt justified. I couldn't tell how many guys were in the big shows organization because it seemed to ebb and flow. And then it's just like, and this guy and you're like, whoa, who? It is just like, well, he's got to kill somebody in this scene. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let's talk about who made this movie. We're talking about the filmmakers. This comes to us from, yes, Lisman, once again, first and last time screenwriter Justin Shady. Um, oh, yeah. That's it, man. Yeah, aside from a, a couple other short films, this is it. This is his lone feature writing, uh, you know, effort. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, because it, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not horrible script but it's just cliche on top of cliche you know yeah it is just like Did you i see it... he's making a movie or no he made a movie yeah this already came out mm-hmm. in 2020 yep kindergarten <laughs> cop 2020 <laughs> what what the fuck is up with that what, what what are we what are we looking at here why why is that a thing uh this appears to be a sequel Two okay. kindergarten cop, 30 years later, school is back in session. Great. And I, I do notice that Arnold does not, uh, his oh, no, name no. is nowhere near Oh, no, this. no, no. Well, this um, is a short film. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's key. I think that's okay. key. Uh, I don't know. I guess this follows some of the kids from kindergarten cop years later. This seems like a waste of everyone's time. <laughs> sure. Why, why is the name? You know, there actually cop is a kindergarten cop sequel, right? I didn't know that. There's no. a straight-to-video. I could threaten to do it on here because it's Dolph Lundgren in Kindergarten Cop <laughs> 2. came out in 2016. <laughs> we, Ooh, that's way too recent. Yeah, we could do that. I'll just say that could be a future episode. Let us know if you'd like to hear us talk about Kindergarten Cop 2. Uh, <laughs> people will. They will want us to do that. Uh, I should, of course. And why do I even guess? But let, I'm more. I'm more interested in talking about who directed this movie, which is yeah. the Saska Sisters. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar at all with the Saska Sisters? Uh, I looked up other movies that they had directed, mm-hmm. and none of it looked recognizable at all. So they are definitely no. icons of the low budget horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they've done many, you know, you look at the majority of their career. I think American Mary got some traction, which was their first feature. I don't think I've actually ever seen any of these. I know who they are. I know them for their comic book writing, actually, because that's oh. another one of those. They wrote, they, I mean, they, they wrote a, a Black Widow series that I read. Now they work at DC. They've done some indie horror books. So... Hmm. They're, but they are, you know, and they do a lot of convention appearances. They're sort of adjacent to the world I work in. Uh, so I think that, I mean, so I know of them more than I'm like. From, I think this is the first movie of theirs I've actually seen, though. And I will yeah. say they are horror filmmakers. This is not a horror film, but it indulges in horror aspects for sure. The gore of this movie. Right. Yeah. This is one yes. of the more violent movies we've done on the show. And in a... Yeah. In a nasty way. I mean, that's the other thing I kept thinking is this is such a nasty, cruel, and unpleasant movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not very fun. I didn't have a lot of no. fun watching this. And I guess movies don't have to be when dealing with with topics like revenge. They don't have to be fun, I suppose. But it's but 
the, but then there's there's nothing else either because there are plenty of yeah. movies I like that are grim, violent, <laughs> crime things. But usually there's some sort of ethical debate in them or some sort of exactly. character arc to follow. Or here I don't, you know, you don't get the it's like, just... is this a man losing his soul? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, is I... that is that key to this subgenre of of action films? Is is that sort of introspective like either a look at the prison industrial complex or or into the nature of vengeance in general i think so i think so i I mean i think of the venge the revenge movie as generally being a character-based one right like it is sort of about the best ones are about who this vigilante is what they're doing and how their vengeance is affecting them uh, yes, I think those are the best. Ex- we always talk about that's why the first Death Wish is the only like legitimately good one of the bunch because it's actually mm-hmm. wrestling with what is this man doing, how is it affect, how it's affecting society as well. I even think something like the Boondock Saints, which is a crazy mm-hmm. film, does have stuff to say about like how the world reacts to this right. trail of vengeance. These vigilantes, you know, there's there's something of substance there. Now that mo- that movie is more fun than this movie. Because uh, sure, it's so yeah. bombastic, too. But even still, there is a kernel of, like, this is what this movie is talking about. This movie is still talking yeah. about violence. This movie is so... It's not glamorizing it because it is so ugly, but it is so reveling in the bloodshed. Yeah. it's re- It really missed, like, the core of, I think, what this what this type of film should have should be about. And I, like, I, I don't know really... who... To- the soul I, of it. I tend to want to put that mostly on the screenwriter. I think, and I, I, because, because there's, mm-hmm. no, I mean, there's just no substance of the script. But yes. I do think it does come from you hire these. I mean, I, I don't think they would be offended by me saying this, like gore hound horror directors who do. I yeah. mean, how many times do they do these push ins on like individual body parts being shot or stabbed or blood exploding mm-hmm. from? And you're just like, mm-hmm. man. I don't see a lot of movies that that have somebody shoot a gun and then it just cuts to like the part of their body where the bullet is entering them. And you're like, Jesus, you're just watching a bullet tear through flesh. This might be the nastiest, like most gratuitously violent film since we, since that Gina Carano film. Yes. That also had a similar, just like, Ooh God, this movie's just mean and cruel to it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. There is nothing, though, that beats that shovel to the face from Gina Crow. <laughs> That's true. Nothing in this movie tops that. No, because there's there's so much individual, like, bloody violence in this, but there isn't anything that is... There is no one moment that is so spectacularly over-the-top yeah. gory, uh, which I am missing. It's a lot of just... It's just... You, and that's what you're talking about, getting bored with it. You are just so bombarded by violence that you do kind yeah. of become numb to it at a certain point. Yeah, it's, like, it's white noise. Yeah, you know? it, it is white noise. It is the point where it's like it is. There's no shock. There's neither no. shock nor fun to the gore. No. So wh- no. then, what am I doing here? Like, <laughs> great question. <laughs> it is. This movie, yeah. Um. So yeah, let's let's talk. Uh, Dean Cain. Did you? I was just gonna say. Did you think the acting was? What did you think of the acting? I thought it was pretty. I good thought it was for the most part. yeah because I think Dean Cain is a good actor. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I thought... I, yeah. I've never I've never seen anything with him where I thought he was bad in it. 
he is generally mm-hmm. he has acting talent yes. um you know the big show is doing what because this is wwe superstar I, the big show i thought he was fine i thought he did a pretty good job yeah. honestly yeah the, he didn't the one that stands yeah. out to me is the warden michael eckberg is that this guy's name i think is what oh, it is eckland michael guy. eckland of uh of uh saskatoon uh whatever that is i don't know what that is john he was born in saskatoon saskatchewan canada oh uh, i thought you were saying that was a uh, a movie he was no 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 he, he 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 comes to us from saskatoon okay, uh i've seen this guy oh, gotcha. in other stuff I have, have definitely you? seen he this guy. He has a face that looks familiar. Yeah, um, I'm, but I'm trying to figure but, out what it is. Uh, I've know. definitely seen him in some other movies, though. Uh, he's in a lot of stuff. He does a lot of, believe it or not, does a lot of stuff that shoots in Canada. Uh, oh, close to Saskatoon. Uh, I just like the name Saskatoon. Oh, I'm looking Great to see. Great name. Does a lot of sci-fi channel shows. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of those shoot in Canada. Um. Okay, I do. He was on an episode of Gotham. I probably saw him in that. Oh, he was on Bates Motel. I watched that show. I. Oh yes, he was the doll maker on Arrow. Okay, so once again, he's on a lot of the shows I watched that shot in Canada. Because if you're if you're up there and you're a halfway, decent, we've talked about so much stuff like comes through Vancouver that if you're yeah. a decent actor there, you can get a lot of work. Um. Maybe that's what we sh- we should do, John. We should just move up to Vancouver and just I mean, be honestly, in a bunch of shit until we get money. And that's know, the make, that's make that's not a it. that's not a bad career path, really. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Michael Eklund plays Warden Snyder. Uh, <sighs> okay, so b- before we started recording, yeah. we we sort of each implied that this actor is doing an impression of a different performance from a different actor. Yeah. But we have not said what we think that is. Right. Should we, should we reveal what we think that yeah. is and see if it's the same? I, th- I, I think I, I, I have a feeling it is. <laughs> is it a villain uh-huh. from a sci-fi franchise last one? Oh no, that's not. Oh what shit. Then no, then no, it's not okay. at all. Ooh, okay. Ooh, okay. I, okay. All right. Interesting. So all I right. was getting, Hugo Weaving as Agent Smith vibes from him. I can definitely see that. I can the definitely sort of, see that. The tone of it was very like Mr. Anderson kind of guy. I could see that actually. Yeah. I can, yeah. I can, okay. Oh, Ooh, now I'm curious. What do you what do you get? What are you getting from it? The voice that he was using was and and the and the the way he was delivering his lines reminded me so much of uh daniel day lewis and there will be blood oh yeah 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 and that's a similar like i'm an oil man that's not that's <laughs> like he, not too far off from mr anderson There's right a similar exactly cadence it does there. have that sort of slow yes. cadence to it but yes yeah. no i totally see that this is my son and partner hw plain view <laughs> i drink your milkshake yeah um, absolutely oh no yeah i think both of those are are what are what the, he's because he is trying to do this like I'm a bad guy I'm a stilted I, villain, yes and I am plotting and planning and yeah you know, and, um, and I think that yeah so I think both Hugo Weaving and Dana DeLos do have that sort of yeah two very excellent performances yes uh, that are completely separate from 
uh, from each other. Like they're very distinct, yeah. but somehow he is channeling both of them. He's found this in an incredibly the, reductive. And there is like, a similar, uh, like I said, it's a cadence and energy in yeah. the speech that he has really brought on where it's like, I'm not really going to lose my temper, but I'm very, very upset. Kind of, you know, like, uh, or even um, the other one I think of is um, Ben Kingsley in Iron Man 3, right? Yeah. 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 Or it's like, yeah. Uh, I, the Mandarin. Um, yeah, exactly. Where it's sort of like, uh, I'm a teacher, or whatever. You know, this yeah. whole thing of you'll yeah. never see me coming. Uh, yeah, when he's doing the Mandarin voice. Yeah, it's deliberately slow paced, but it doesn't war. It, it feels reductive. It feels yes. like it's been done before. No, it it, you know it I mean? feels like a guy like this actor's going like, I'm playing a bad guy in this. You know, <laughs> once again, it's a, it's not it's not. Uh, yeah, those were, so, I mean, those are all performances by brilliant actors giving, I mean, and also to take some of the heat off this guy with better scripts too, more rounded, interesting performances and characters, you know? Right, right. It's, and we also discussed the fact that like it compared to a lot of the other movies we've seen in this show, he is at least having, he has a take. Yes. And he is performing that take as opposed to just flatly reading the lines off of the word off yes. the page as you know like the partner or um you know yes no there i mean i was because i think i mean this guy works a lot i think this guy yeah. is like oh shit i know what i know him from finally here mm. he was one of the bad guys on dirk gently's holistic detective agency which i definitely uh, watched all of which was great yeah um uh I kind of didn't didn't get its due only lasted two seasons but very very good show which uh I do see here you can watch it on Hulu you should if you get the chance it's very charming but he's one of the bad guys in that he's in like all the episodes of that now I definitely know that's what I recognize him from he's go. very good in that um so I think this yeah. guy is a good actor in I mean I think this this may be another example of a guy who's a pretty decent actor knows what kind of movie he's in he goes I'm going to do I'm going to have some fun with it because it, it, he, it he is giving a performance. Work, though. It doesn't work. It, it, oftentimes, it doesn't work. oftentimes he's, he's these performances fun. are yeah. great. Yeah, I mean, at least he's having fun with it. I suppose. No, because yeah. it, it um, reminds me of one that we did think worked, which is that guy who was in Detention, the Dolph Lundgren movie, who was just like, yeah. "I'm gonna fucking go crazy as this bad guy," and he actually yeah. made the movie. Like, yeah, he exactly. he was so much fun in that movie, and we loved him for just being like, yeah. "I'm gonna go balls to the wall nuts." By the way, this movie, of course, was shot entirely in British Columbia, Canada. Yeah, we should put shot in Canada on uh, on on another bingo card, maybe because we have like shot yeah. in Eastern Europe, but we get a lot of one shot in Vancouver and stuff too. We do, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should we should definitely do that. We can just change it to shot in a tax break location. <laughs> well, even even good movies are shot in tax break locations. They are, but so. sometimes I mean the fact that almost every Marvel movie shoots in Georgia, but you'd never fucking yeah. know it. No. Because they have the resources yeah. not to not to let you know. Um yeah. this though, this movie takes place in a city. I was wondering <laughs> if it was ever. I I never could figure out where it was. I don't think it's um, specified. I think it's just meant to be metropolitan city. Well, the the prison uniforms have SCC on the back, so I was trying to figure out like what that stood. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't figure couldn't, out. I couldn't figure out what it was. Yeah. Um. I mean, it, it must be because the the prison is called Stonegate. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, so I don't know. Usually when I see these movies and they have, pri- and I, I don't know why this didn't do it because it, it, it causes less questions. It says DOC, Department of Corrections, right. which is just yeah. a good catch-all, you know. Yeah, uh, just just do that. You don't even have to make up something. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's so here, I, I I couldn't figure out what the I, I that also baffled me. I was like, huh? Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't figure out what that was. Uh, yeah. so let's dive into this movie. We open up in media res, Lisman. Dean Kane mm-hmm. and his partner are chasing after the villainous Abbott brothers. What a great villain name. <laughs> The Such Abbots. a menacing name. We have to stop the Abbots. So, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, so Dean Cain and his partner, uh, who's, uh, let's see, uh, played, uh, his name is Joel Gaynor, Detective Gaynor. And also, oh my God, I love Dean Cain's name in this movie. Uh, yeah, Mason. Mason uh, Danvers. Yeah. Mason Danvers. Very- Mason Danvers. It's a very action hero. Detective Mason Danvers was the best the force had ever seen, you know. Um, but his partner uh, here is uh, is played by Benjamin Hollingsworth, uh, another guy who's in a lot of stuff and much better stuff, and uh, I think is a decent actor. I saw him in a infinitely better and really, I think, underrated, people should go check out this action movie, Cold Pursuit. The Liam Neeson movie. It is one of the most off-key Liam Neeson movies. I would say the tone of that is closest to something like Fargo more than it's like a, a Taken movie. But it was advertised as like, Liam Neeson gets revenge. Which yeah. he is getting revenge, but the movie has this quirky, weird kind of black comedy tone. Anyway, check out Cold Pursuit. It's a very good movie. Um, better than this. Way better than this. Way more better action Better acting, infinitely better writing. Uh, I can't recommend that one enough. That is another good point. The action in this movie is also boring. Yeah, it's not. It's not, it does feel very WWE though. It is. Know? It's because it's, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's not bad, but it is boring. Like we've seen yeah. bad action. It's competently put on screen, but it can follow the action. Yeah, at the very but least. oh but oh what, oh these fight scenes, Listman. So many haymakers, so uh, much grappling. Yeah, very WWE. It's very showy. And, uh, Mm -hmm. well, I guess how could it not be with the big show himself in this movie? With the big show himself, yeah, Yeah, exactly. I got to say, man, not one of the better wrestling names. No. No, It's It's the big show. And I did see, uh, I know you were wondering this, Lisman. He did have a three-camera sitcom called The Big Show Show. Which is not a joke. He really did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. Well, now I have to find this because that big sounds show completely show. insane. Where the whole joke uh, is that he is the big show, but he has a n- normal family. Gotcha. But he's a he's, giant He's wrestler. a very large man yeah. who's trying to do normal-sized people things. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Listen, you have seen the big show in something before this. Have I? Um, if you recall, and who could ever forget the smash hit holiday classic, Jingle All the Way. The Big he, Show is in it. He's the huge Santa in the warehouse. The guy who's uh, bigger than Arnold, right? Right. That's the Big Show. That makes sense. They yeah. found the one man bigger than Arnold. <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah. Uh, by the way, his name is Paul White. Is his actual name, yes. uh, which is how he's credited IMDb. And he's actually he's actually done a lot of stuff. I mean, he's he's you know he's been with the the WWE for a long time. But he shows. I mean, you know, he did an episode of Burn Nose. I think he gets a lot of work in action stuff. If you need a big guy, you know, yeah. he, he played an Orion bad guy on Star Trek Enterprise. Sure, he's a big dude. Put him in some alien makeup. Have him fight Scott yeah. Bakula. I follow yeah. all this. Sure, uh, and, and his performance in this movie does feel very WWE. Yeah, but like I think that is to his credit. Um, mm-hmm because he's not doing uh, any performance that is sort of outside of his wheelhouse. No, I, I was I was kind of yeah, worried good. when we sat to watch this. I go, I bet he's going to be bad because we've seen some really bad WWE people. <laughs> I found him totally credible as this yeah. bad guy. Uh, yes. Like when yeah, you're talking definitely. about this chase scene here at the beginning when he's taunting Dean Cain, I'm going like, yeah, man, I buy it. He plays yeah, Sinister. He, that, sure. That's full-on WWE yeah. shit right there. He's playing you know? the heel. Uh, yeah, I do. So they go into this warehouse. I laughed. The biggest thing I laughed at, I think, is is right here in this opening, and it's Dean Kane's partner gets shot, and it just cuts to a close with Dean Kane. He goes, "Crap!" Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you don't care about this man at all, apparently. Yeah, crap. It's such an inconvenience. Yeah, crap. crap. <laughs> Again, God, it is. It's so dumb. Um, but, uh, luckily his partner has a backup piece, uh, and an ankle holster and is able to shoot and not, but not kill, uh, Victor, uh, Big Show is Victor Abbott and his brother, uh, who's the one who gets shot here is Griffin Abbott. Oh God. These are oh, not good bad guy names. Uh, yeah, I don't think his name is ever mentioned. No, it's just, movie. he's the other Abbott brother. They talk about yeah. Victor Abbott. And then this guy is, yeah, a not good bad guy name of Griffin Abbott. Um, uh, played by a guy, uh, Alex uh, Ponovich, uh, who's in like tons of stuff. Because yeah. uh, he looked kind of familiar to me. He was also a bad guy on Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. But he's in like oh. fucking War for the Planet of the Apes, and he was on Supernatural, and he's mm-hmm. on. Um, yeah, yeah, he was Ivan. Yes, that's right. That's what I recognize him from most recently. He's one of the main bad guys in the Marvel Hawkeye series that was just on. Oh. And he was great. He was really funny and, and kind of off-kilter. Was he one of the tracksuit mafia guys? He was one of the tracksuit mafia guys. There's the whole oh, thing okay, where yeah. Kate gives him relationship advice. That's oh, this yeah. guy. This is such a okay. waste. He's so good in Hawkeye. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah he does He's nothing in this. Hard in this. Yeah. He's also on the Snowpiercer TV show, which I have not watched, but I hear is very good. Um, I think he's a regular on that. So uh, cool. so he gets shot and wounded, uh, which all just leads to Dean Cain shoots it out with the big show. They get their first of like five fights between these two, and this would get used to these two oh. fighting. Yeah. Um, when we when when I was when I would you know I keep track on the on our Google Doc for all the shelfy things. It's just like. Best hand-to-hand combat. I am. I think I'd finally just put down Dean Kane and Big Show the entire movie. Like, yeah, yes, <laughs> the whole you, movie you, you is have. these two guys fighting. But let's be honest, it's not going to be nominated. No, it'll so, get tossed you know. off. It, it's just, yeah, it's it's purely just uh, for uh, for posterity that we put everything sure. on there. Um, of course. And the Big Show is gonna kill him. But uh oh, what's this? A bunch of laser sights on his back, and the SWAT team's here. And um, his partner recovers from that shoulder wound pretty quickly. 
pretty fast. Yeah. A lot of people recover from being shot in the shoulder and or back. People uh, people get shot, stabbed, or beaten so much in this movie and just get right back up. Yeah. I also can... This is a movie that... This is one of those movies that's hard to tell how much time is passing because people are healing Mm -hmm. from massive wounds very quickly and you're like, is it six months later somehow? (laughs) (laughs) I think this movie takes place over the course of like 10 years. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So they arrest him. It's over. And Dean Cain comes home from, oh boy, if it's going to be a revenge movie, you better believe he comes home to his great wife in his idyllic Mm -hmm. home life. She is the only woman in this movie. She will be brutally murdered. (laughs) Uh, Fortunately, she is not sexually assaulted in this film. That shows you how messed up the movies we watched, Lisman, that I'm watching this movie and going, oh, thank God she just got beaten to death and not raped. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I was fully... Oh, because it really felt like they were going there. It really felt like they were building up to it. Uh, They didn't even, like, threaten it, which is... No. I'm just like, okay, I guess I got to applaud you for that. Yeah. Great job. Um, Oh, shit. Okay, this woman, uh, Kyra Zagorski, who plays uh, his wife in this, uh, earned her BFA in theater from Southern Oregon University right here in beautiful Ashland, Oregon. Oh. That's cool. Yeah. Right by the uh, Shakespeare Festival. Yep, that's uh, cool. and that that's that. There's a there's a very good theater school there because they kind of you can work in tandem with the uh, with the Shakespeare Festival. Um, she's been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, she was good. She was yeah. good. She, I felt bad because I'm like she's gonna die, but I thought she yeah. and Dean were actually pretty good in these domestic scenes. They actually had like a romantic chemistry. Yeah, that was palpable that you which was then a bummer because i'm going like she's going to be dead in like two scenes just knowing that that's what this has to be uh yeah yeah, because he's he's like oh i don't want to tell you classic cop movie don't you don't need to worry about what happened at work and why i've come home beaten anyway we got a bad guy (laughs) off the streets today honey and uh but they're trying to get pregnant of course yeah because then it, we do get a three months later here. It's the only time we get a sense of time in this movie. It does go three I months don't later. That. It goes three months later only so she can be pregnant when she gets murdered. Oh, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> I was wondering that. I thought she lied about it in this scene. But I don't know how I missed the three months later. Yeah, there's a, there's a three months later, that. and we cut to Dean's at the police station. Oh, he's got so much paperwork to do. Ugh. Oh, the <sighs> paperwork. Uh, and when the chief comes in and goes, we got bad news. They, uh, <laughs> this makes no sense to me. <laughs> they have dropped the charges against the big show because of a key witness backed out. But you're like, well, wait a minute. Don't they have him on shooting the partner, beating Dean Kane almost? To, I mean, I think they've got him on a number of things. If not for the original thing, they, yeah, they at least have him for, uh, assaulting and attempting to murder a police officer <laughs> resisting so, arrest I mean, all that stuff and yeah. uh plus i don't know what was in that warehouse weren't there drugs in there or something i don't know yeah i, I, yeah. I, would, I it's not clear there's they no, like mentioned drug running and there's no way he had a permit racking. for that gun you gotta have him on illegal weapons i mean because right, exactly. they talk about this there's guy so many options because when dean kane talks about it's like oh he's a a murderer, a drug dealer, a weapons guy. Like, you're just like, shit, there's got to be something you can... But no, he's free to go for some reason. <laughs> Due to, once again, it's like a uh, so-and-so witness dropped out. Anyway, they've dropped all the charges against him. 
I mean, they kind of go into like there was a little bit of finagling behind the scenes to get yeah. him out, you know. But um, it's it's they don't really. Care but it's just like this guy that. is so fucking guilty. Uh, yeah, there's no debate here. Once again, openly assaulting and shooting police officers. You're pretty much done. Good luck getting off on that. Um, yeah. But uh, uh, so Dean's all mad. <laughs> I do. He calls home. Big Show has apparently been let go and is just immediately gone to Dean Kane's house. Immediately. <laughs> like he teleported straight into he Dean went Kane's home. Right from county lockup straight to Dean Kane's home to kill his wife. Which. Dude, I don't know, man. Once you once you're free of the charges, maybe just let it go. I'm not sure. You really well, they need go to go into rid- that a little bit. You yeah, because because the warden, spoiler alert, yeah, uh, is like you were supposed to be out there like making money for me. Like right. that's it, and you just and you just go and murder this woman that's immediately. A, what the a fuck bad is call. wrong with you? He's bad at being a criminal. Um, yeah. So yeah, Dean Kane is speeding over to the house. And meanwhile, yeah, she's all bloodied on the ground. She is, I do like, she is home alone, just walking around in her lacy negligee, like you do. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, I mean, that's what I do. Yeah, well, yeah, I know you do, but because you got to be comfortable. Yeah. You want to be comfortable exactly. and sexy. That's the key. Ex- exactly. <laughs> it's all about self-confidence. Yeah. Uh, so he's beaten her, and and once again, I think the Big Show is very good at this. When he's whispering like, "Oh no, no, you know, don't cry or whatever." I don't know what he's saying, but he's being very like creepy bad guy. I'm gonna murder you. Uh, yeah, without again, without any sort of threat of of. Rape dude, I'll tell you, it was the negligee that had me worried too. I exactly because I'm like, yeah. oh, they already have yeah. her mostly undressed. This is gonna be trouble. Uh, this yeah. movie does avoid the sleaziness of that. I wonder if having female directors helped with that to some extent. Ooh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Because it is that two women directing. Probably that probably has something to do with it. They're yeah. all in on the gore, but there is no there is no sexual violence. Because also we're in prison and we don't get any threat of rape, which also con- right. that's the one prison thing they did avoid. That is the one cliche. There's yeah. no shower yeah. scene or anything like that where you'd think that they're gonna no. Well, there is a scene in a shower. There is, yeah, but it's not. It's not, not, it's not a. It's not. There's no threat of sexual assault anywhere in this movie. Which no, it's whew, just thank God to murder. Yeah, no nudity, no sexual assault. Oh, good, thank God. I also Oof. don't. I also don't know that that's a WWE thing. I don't know. We I have, think this might be the first. This is our WWE first WWE, WWE movie. movie. I will say yeah. we do have. Uh, a month of WWE movies coming up. Okay, so strap right. in. Well, this will at least wet, I know what to expect. This will whet the appetite for some more WWE. Uh, oh, I'm craving it now. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Dean Kane busts in with the partner and all these other cops, but it's too late. He's already beaten his wife to death. That's oh, how this man. picture opens up, man. We're like five minutes into the movie. So much happens in these first five minutes. It's, it's very weirdly paced. A lot. A lot happened. Like the first 10 minutes of the movie, so much happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, so he, uh, it's too late. They arrest Big Show. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Big Show doesn't even attempt to get away with this, which nope. I think is interesting. Yeah, because. Uh, they, it's very strange. I don't understand the motivation behind. Like, Mm-mm. why does he hate Dean Kane so much? 
don't they know. don't do a good job because like Dean Kane just seems to happen to be the cop who arrests him. It didn't seem like there was a huge like uh, rivalry between them or something like that. Well, there there is a line in the first scene where uh, uh, the big show is like on like a walkway. Oh. He's like, "Isn't this what you wanted? You know, to take me in finally or something?" Oh, I like guess that. they imply that. But but they but don't explore you don't, no, and you don't really feel it. Like it feels like everything no. stems from this, e, right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, so so she's dead. Dean Kane is bummed, and you know he's bummed because he's sitting around his fire pit, staring into the distance, drinking beers. Yeah. And uh, his partner goes, <laughs> "Great advice, by the way. Hey, your wife's murdered." You know, you should just get out of town for a while and clear your head, maybe. You should just, you should just go. You should just leave. You yeah. Know? Just disappear. And he goes, uh, he goes, yeah, I think I'll take your advice. And, and then this is our, there aren't, there's, I only, I only clock three legitimate one-liners in this thing. A couple, yeah. But uh, this is the first one. He goes, well, oh, he goes, that's great. Where are you going to go? And Dean Kane turns to him and goes, hunting trip. Nothing ominous about that. Cut Don't to, look into it. One of the worst songs I've ever heard in one of these movies. <laughs> like it's yeah. just it's a super deep voice. It's up there. Doom, bow, doom, doom, you gonna take to the place now. You gotta go around <laughs> to the days now. Like it's it's very much like that. And I think they play the entirety of the song because this is like a five minute sequence. It's yeah. Well, it's we see un- Dean putting bullets in a magazine and then do into his gun. He leaves the badge at home. He's not a cop tonight. So this is what bothered me about the beginning of the film. We don't see the moment where he makes the decision to throw away his morality, to throw away like his perceived, uh, you know, uh, as a do-gooder, I suppose. Yeah. And because we're supposed the, to believe he's justice. a by-the-book cop right. who really is seeking justice for people. And, and then, I think that's because this movie is uninterested in exploring the morality of vengeance, oh, um, which is none. a very strange thing. I yeah. mean, it's, it's the movie's the movie's attitude is basically like, well, his wife's dead, so you know he's going to go crazy and kill everybody. You're like, well, yeah. wait a minute, now hold on. There's still, and that's <laughs> another thing too is, yeah, usually these movies take a little bit longer to get to the massacre mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, yeah. Charles Bronson. Once again, I go to Death Wish because I do think it is sort of the the. The prototype. The it's the gold standard. Yeah. It is the best of the vigilante movies. I don't think he kills anybody until like forty minutes into that movie. They and it re- should be a big deal. Like it should and it be. Is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that. Like yeah. exactly. No, here it's just like, well, time to murder. Cause there it does feel like key parts of this are missing. Like his wife's dead, cut him distraught. Well, it would have been nice to see like maybe a funeral, maybe some build up to this, maybe him trying to return to work. Also, the biggest thing to me that I can't understand is Big Show has been sent to prison for this. Seemingly, yeah. justice has been served. Why yeah. does Dean Kane feel he needs to go into prison and murder him? There's nothing I that... That's that's the biggest thing to me. I can't figure this out. And also, by not having that, I'm not on Dean Kane's side. Dean Kane's a fucking no. psycho in this movie. No. There he, is no hero in this absolutely film. Absolutely not related. No, no, there's not. And I think they're trying to angle him as the hero. Mm-hmm. I think because he does 
take the the quote unquote moral high ground at certain <laughs> points in the film when he's not, which is hilarious when he's not just horrifyingly <laughs> murdering people in prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like um, yeah, they because I mean the, this movie really thinks that simply by having his wife killed, we're gonna back literally anything this guy does, and not sorry. true. You are not. You are not John Wick. You no. I'm sorry. No, it, no. Yeah. Even John Wick takes longer to get to John Wick killing people. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like John oh, yeah. Wick, yeah. I think properly builds to that. Like, and you feel like fuck yeah. Also, they they do a pretty good job of establishing where morality lives in the John Wick world. Like everyone's a criminal yeah. to begin with. So it's yeah, a matter and he, of and John Wick is already a killer. So yes, like, exactly. It's, it's, it's not it's a just returning. It's, it's about, not becoming a killer for the first time, you know, and like how important that should be in a tale of revenge. You this know? murder Dean Cain goes on here. He does so easily without a second thought. Cold blooded. Yeah, because he goes to I guess the brother got out, too, due to that witness, even though once again, the brother like shot a cop and anyway. <laughs> It doesn't matter. He's having a party with a couple other scumbags. Oh, uh, yeah. They're talking about these guys. drugs and nonsense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Dean Cain just kicks the door in and starts shooting. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He takes out one guy. There's another guy behind the door that he kicked over, which I thought was hilarious. That another yeah. guy just, like, ended up behind the door. Well. Just hiding. Yeah, don't worry about him. Dean shoots through the door and gets that son of a bitch, too. Yeah. Then proceeds to not just kill the brother, but shoot him in a non-fatal way a couple times so he can really feel the life draining from him before he yeah. puts one in his head. Yep. Jesus just, Christ. It, he's just already he's already like too far gone. You yeah. Know? There's no like, oh no. And he, like the descent. It's just like no, he just jumps into the He jumps end. here and he's at this level the rest of the movie. Exactly. He does not change. This is all the character growth he is ever going to go through in this movie. It is. It, it is all happens happened. in the first 10 minutes, and then he's the same guy through the rest of the movie. And it yep. is not super fun to watch. Uh, no. So, uh, oh, before he shot all these people, he did call his partner and give the address. Yeah. So, Because he wants to be arrested, obviously. He is... This is also where the plot starts to break down, too, where I'm going like... He is really counting on a few factors. Number one, mm-hmm. I think, all right, it's possible, and I think likely, that the police would try to find a way to make this look. Like, he shot a bunch of scumbags. I think they could have made this look like self-defense. and, and Probably. And, yeah. and probably they would have, because, like, hey, nobody's going to miss these guys. It's, yeah. They were. They did have drugs, so pretty. It could be pretty easily made to look like a drug bust where he just shot these guys, because right, nobody yeah. really wants to put cops on trial. Um, yeah, I mean the police don't want that bad publicity, so right. they'd rather. Yeah. So this is a world where this, this police force is crazy honest that they're going to put him in jail. Yeah, apparently. Also, um, what I love, no idea what happened at the trial. We just cut to <laughs> he's in jail. We have no idea what he was sentenced to. Because also, a good lawyer, I think, even if they did arrest him and put him on trial, I think a good lawyer could get him off on temporary insanity. Easily. But I'm assuming he pled guilty. But even that, pleading guilty probably would take down the sentence, maybe. Um, Right, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. (laughs) And then, then of course, he's also banking on 
being sent to the yeah, same. Person. That's the biggest one, right? <laughs> is that he is he is really he's gonna be in the same prison. And I saw in people's reaction to this movie online, also counting on them putting a cop in Gen Pop, which would probably not. Probably um, not. And no. I, and I almost feel like. Knowing the guy who killed his wife is in this prison, they would actively not send him here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, there is a, a sort of reveal where the warden's like, you know, I I pulled a few strings. Like he wanted him to be there. Which why? But, Once but again, Dean Kane didn't know that when he no. It, that's the thing. Yeah, the warden is doing, but the warden isn't part of Dean Kane's plan. No, no. It all just that he really lucked out with his plan. Let's just yeah. say that, like, it all worked yeah. out perfectly. Uh, yeah. And oh, it's so dumb. Yeah, <laughs> this movie's pretty dumb. It's pretty dumb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they they bring uh, they bring him in. You meet a character I thought was going to be important, but then is only plays an importance in one scene, which is his old man cellmate. <laughs> I wanted to hear more about the the old man who was reading in his in his cell. Like, let's find out about this guy. Well, I thought when they introduced him, they go, meet your cellmate. It's like, how you doing? And I thought, okay, this is going to be like a key relationship. His only friend in in the prison, you know. No, instead they introduce uh, this guard who ends up being that character. Yeah, right. All the old man will do is later he'll warn him about a murder attempt on Dean Cain that he heard about. Yes, Which anyone could have done that, though. Why did that even need to be the old man's cellmate? I don't know. It's stupid. <laughs> but it, 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 this also defies the, like, like the idea of, like, being in a prison, it's an inherently hostile environment. Yeah. Like, the cards are stacked against this man for, for making the decision to go into this prison, mm -hmm. to intentionally imprison himself. But they they undercut that so many times with like the warden sort of being like very friendly towards him, and then also the guard being very friendly. Like, <laughs> yeah, he there's doesn't. No, it's not thrilling. There's nothing thrilling about this because he's he doesn't have his back against the wall here. He pretty easily accomplishes everything he's trying to accomplish. Yes, like yes. it's weird. The the I don't yeah, I, I don't have a budget on this movie, but. Um, uh, due to I think one of the budget constraints, did it seem like there were only about ten people in this prison? Yes, <laughs> like, which is why it was confusing. How like what is uh the big show's network? It, it's either the whole prison or it's just the five people they keep showing. Yeah, it, it's you know? it was really that's the sense I got is like oh we cannot afford to like <laughs> populate a prison in this movie at all. So the yeah. only all the people in the prison are the characters of the movie, and that's it. Even, yes. like, when you get to the big riot scene, it's, like, pockets of people we see. Like, mm -hmm. here are five yeah. guys, there are five guys. And you're like, mm -hmm. oh, I guess. Uh, the movie, the, uh, the what I was going to mention on here is there's a show I love that people should check out if you're actually interested in stuff this movie brings up and want to see it portrayed in a realistic way that actually wrestles with, like, the justice system and stuff. There's a show on Paramount Plus called Mayor of Kingstown with Jeremy mm -hmm. Renner riveting excellent crime drama that really is about the prison industrial complex and uh the problems therein and it has a big budget so you do get the season finale being a riot in the prison and there literally are like hundreds of guys with weapons and stuff and it's really exciting 
and well yeah. done. Um, yeah. This thing is fucking <laughs> <It's> <laughs> terrible. So boring. Uh, so yeah, so let's see. We go in that. So yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Immediately, uh, they go, here's your cellmate, but don't stay too long because you got to meet with the warden right now. And this is where yes, we yeah. meet the warden. He steps into the he, st- he steps into his room. The the old man with the book says, "Hello there." Yeah. And then immediately the guard comes and's like, "All right, you got a meeting." It's like, "Okay, well, let me yeah. fucking settle in at yeah. least." Jesus. Don't even, okay, put that stuff down right now cuz you got to talk to the warden. Oh god, this scene with the warden is very strange. Well, this is where he goes, "I could make your life, uh, you know, Mr. Anderson, Mr. Dean Kane." Mr yeah mr danvers um uh you're i can make your stay here more pleasant uh he talks about i've already secured you a coveted job in the laundry room and i is this where he says and also hey no vendettas in my prison he does say please don't seek revenge in this prison it's it's buck wild that he had Dean Cain sent here. Yeah. In the prison with the person who killed Dean Cain's wife. And then it's like, but don't well, don't do any event. Not vent, only please. the guy who killed Dean Cain's wife, but the warden's number one soldier, the same guy. Right. Which they did imply that uh, he wanted to replace uh the big show. But why know? would he think Dean Cain would be on board with any of this? I don't know. The only explanation they give is that, like, oh, like, you have, like, skills of a cop, but, like, the temperament oh, of a cold-blooded killer that. or something like that. Uh, it's later in the movie. He says you have the skills of the cop and the constitution of a killer. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, like, massaging his shoulders and classic bad guy. I mean, this guy is just doing every bad guy cliche yeah yes i'm an evil mastermind what do you think yeah what do you think his home life this warden's <laughs> home life is like that's what i want to know <laughs> i imagine he lives in like the most sterile apartment with very limited furniture no art on the walls and he's just mm-hmm. he's just plotting at home mm-hmm. just a single stool in the center of an empty room <laughs> yeah, like they do they go so i mean I say this because he has no character. He's just evil. All he is is evil. All he is is machinations. You know, it's Mm -hmm. all just crime. Mm. Yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, when you put it that way, it really is, I think, the script that is fucking this guy over. Yeah. I think that's really what it is. Well, because, I mean, I kind of get why he would play it like this because there's, what is that like? If you're if you're an actor, listen. If you were cast as this warden, they gave you the script. What is there to pull on at all? I mean, you'd have to just make up everything. A uh, bunch of you'd have to make up everything about the character. Because there's nothing on the page. There's not a single characteristic or like detail about this guy anywhere in the script. Yeah, there's no guiding light. There's no waypoint to sort of focus on. There's like, no allusion to any life out. He, se- he seems to live nope. at the prison, as far as I can it tell. It certainly <laughs> seems that way, yeah. Because he's pulling people into meetings in the middle of the night. And, like, I mean, it just like he has no. He is just, he is 24-7 evil warden. Does this movie <laughs> think that 
people who work in prisons live in the prisons? Is that, well, that's, is, yeah, that I think so, because also you have the same guards no matter what time of day. <laughs> like, there's no shifts for the guards. They're just always yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, the warden has his one main henchman guard. Of course, yeah. Who has, I think, my favorite death in the movie. <laughs> I did laugh out loud when that happened. Because it it's good. a fucking cartoon moment. Uh, yeah. We'll get to that. I loved that. Um, yeah, that might be the best death of the film. I think it might be, yeah. Uh, yeah. So now we oh we get the classic cafeteria confrontation scene from a prison movie, right? Yeah. Where Big Show sits down across the room. And just starts eating Dean's Kane's food with his hand. With his hands. It's so weird. And, like, not really putting it in his mouth. He's yeah. just kind of, like, just putting it adjacent I, to his mouth. I, 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 I did not buy that he was eating anything. It was very uncomfortable. Just rubbing it against yeah. his gums. Get it in there. I'm just absorbing the nutrients. He's... Somehow he's just sucking the gravy off of the potatoes. Like, and this is where uh, Dean Cain reveals that he killed uh, Victor Abbott's brother. And Victor Abbott with... could give a shit. Nope. <laughs> Not at all. No reaction to that. No. No. <laughs> that seems strange to that's, me. I don't think that's on the big show. Once again, I think that's on the nope. script. He's just like, yeah. okay. Because he, oh, well, he goes, hey. You know what I'm in here for? I fucking killed your brother. And Big Show's literal response, the next line he goes is, well, I'm still one up on you because I killed your wife and unborn child. So that's two, baby. (laughs) Okay, so, yeah, this scene implied that the Big Show is unflappable, I guess. Like, he's fully just disconnected from any sort of empathy. I mean, it seems that way based on the rest of the movie, I guess. But, but, but so is the, Dean Kane, though. Yeah, exactly. So, well, the, the thing is, is that Dean Kane starts to get to him because that's a whole subplot of like, like his network is crumbling because people see that like Dean Kane is getting to him, but that's never shown Mm-mm. on screen, uh, especially since his brother dying means nothing to him. Well, then what does anything else mean? Because Dean Kane never gets to him on an emotional level. He only no. gets to the only thing the big show is upset about is the crumbling of his network. It's just the loss yeah. of power. It is not yeah. he's killing my friends, he killed my brother. Nothing right. is about Dean Kane. Like, murder is so blase in this movie. It's all yes. just like, well, Murders happen every day. <laughs> Whatever, man. It does remind me of The Irishman, you know? Like, it's very, <laughs> they're very similar films in a lot of ways. Now, see, once again, there's a movie <laughs> that is actually about the concept of murder being part of everyday right. life. That's a yeah. fatalistic film that is, and that, okay, there's a, for example, the kind of way we're talking about that is grim and violent and not fun, but really yeah. lands a point. Maybe because it's yes. made by perhaps the greatest American filmmakers ever lived. <laughs> I don't know. And has some it's, of the finest actors uh, that the world yeah. has to offer. That I helps. don't know. These yeah. are ideas about why maybe The Irishman is better than <laughs> Vendetta. <laughs> theories. These are just theories. Yeah. We're throwing out ideas. Yeah. You tell us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think... It's, the the cinema world is still debating which of these is better uh <laughs> i mean yeah it's 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 been long debated for a yeah. long time i think it's what um 
you know, Siskel and Ebert, I remember them <laughs> arguing about it All for a long time. time. Yeah. I, yeah. And here's here's another thing, too, when you talk about The Irishman is three and a half hours long, and I found it way more riveting than this hour and 40 or hour and 25 minute movie or whatever. Well, yeah, because there's actions <laughs> and reactions yeah. that like build upon each other into a crescendo yeah. towards yeah, at the end of the it's film. Actually, yeah. What is, what is, what well, is happening? You mentioned film? Roger Ebert, who still has, and, and we should, I don't know if I've said this on the show before, but. This is very much fits the kinds of movies we watch. Uh, he had he had yeah. a quote I use all the time, which is, uh, "No good movie is too long, and no bad movie is short enough." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. That, yeah, I am. God, like, that hit me where it hurts. Exactly, man. It is like <laughs> this show. That is true. Even this thing clocking it, like I said, without you take the the credits, that's like eighty six minutes, and I'm like, mm, still too long. Uh, <laughs> still feels. I was still checking, like, I was still checking the time every fifteen I, minutes, being I, like, oh fuck. The movies we watch on this show, I can't overstate how often I'm looking at where the playhead is, and like, oh Christ, yeah. forty minutes left. How? I don't know how, but the last thirty minutes of this movie seem to extend like for an hour. Yeah, because I, I, I at certain point I was like, oh fuck, there's only a. a hour and a half or there's only a half an hour left yeah. thank god but that then i'm just like but then it just kept going somehow i don't I know, understand just, this thing really does like draw out its ending for for it's, where it's this movie is so obviously going somewhere like the way this ends is so obvious and yet it feels like they really drag out those final confrontations oh god <laughs> uh so yeah so he goes he's he's like uh his big thing here is basically when he's eating, when he's pretending to eat this food, uh, mm-hmm. he his big thing is just going like, "I'm in charge here. I own this prison," mm-hmm. and Dean Cain's playing it cool here and just being like, "Whatever." <laughs> uh, but uh, meanwhile, we then cut to Dean doing his job in the laundry room, and this is the first of eight hundred attempts on Dean Cain's life. <laughs> It's, how many it's scenes? Exhausting. How many scenes is where you're just Dean Kane doing something and some guys going, "You're gonna die now!" Bam, 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 bam. My favorite is that after this sequence, so before the second time he's uh, beaten up, they're like, Let, "Let's." I, I don't remember the exact wording, but it's like, "Let's." Uh, like let's oh. try it again but like with more of a point or something like I, I that. Think, I, I, I think i think i think what he says is the big show goes let's make sure the message is clear this time or something like that but the second time so the first time it's three men yeah and one of them has a knife yeah the second time it's a one unarmed man yeah. so i don't know how the message is more clear the well, second time this first time it seemed like lower. they were just gonna murder him the right se- yeah exactly. the second time they just punch him a couple times, and that time it really got through. He really learned think, his lesson. I then. think he really made a big impression on him. This scene, this fight scene's okay. I do like Dean Kane using like a bed sheet to defend against the knife. That's it's his valid go to thing. That's a yeah. valid tactic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Once again, there's a better version of this same scene in the first season of Reacher on Amazon. Watch that. Yeah. The fighting yeah, is way that. better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like the fight choreography on that show is great. Uh, yeah, the fight choreography here. I mean, a- 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 applause to Dean Kane. I didn't spot a stunt man. He seems to be doing all of his own fighting. Yeah, I mean, he's not doing anything super 
physically demanding, I suppose. But no, but he's at I least mean, he's, he's doing, doing it. the choreography. And, yeah. and and compared once again to a lot of our stuff, he looks good. He's in great shape. His arms are huge. Yeah. He's you know, yeah. uh, he's like I said, I don't think. I don't think any of the acting is really the problem in this thing. No, not for really. once, like everybody here seems to be game to do something. It's just they have such terrible material, and even yeah. the directing is fine. Like I don't think the Saska sisters did a bad job. Um, I mean, the, again, you can only polish a turd so much. It's yeah, still this a turd. script is just full of cliches and has absolutely nothing to say. And I don't I mean, need it, it, a real think piece about prisons, but. No. Anything. Do you have anything, anything to offer? Like, this is such an empty film. I mean, it's it's something that's often talked about. It's like, it doesn't matter how much movie, or how much money you put into a movie. Like, the, a movie live in, lives and dies by the script. It's all so about like, script, man. It's oh. all about the script. Yep. And At the end of the day, you can only hide a bad script so well, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, he gets beat up here, but he doesn't get stabbed because... That guard friend who will become his friend saves him. Sure. Whatever. Anyway, his partner yeah. comes to see him in the infirmary. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what are you doing, man? You're going to get yourself killed in here. Dean Cain's like, I got to do this vendetta. Because that's what the movie's called. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting that like there's no payoff for like the relationship with the partner, you know what I mean? Like there's, no, because the partner think, will just like, be murdered like everybody else. Right. Which is another, yeah. When we get to that, there's, I have some thoughts about that as well. Same here. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> but his whole thing here is he goes, I think there's something criminal going on. I want you to start looking into the warden and this prison on the outside for me, which once again, yeah. seems like, Ooh, that's kind of going to be part of the plot. No. Right. Yeah, because that that adds to like the the paranoia of like like a thriller. You know what I mean? It's like who can I trust? Yeah. Who can I not trust? I'm like, oh, that could be interesting. Uh-huh. That's not what this movie does. No, because uh, it's we... very obvious who you can and cannot trust. <laughs> well, um, because Dean Cain gets a bunch of information about Big Show's operation, which, to be fair, I did not follow. I did not nope. really pay attention to who this guy yeah. gets something from the outside, and that guy oh, is yeah, his yeah, enforcer. Yeah. Drexel is in charge of sales. I wrote this down for some reason. I did catch the name Drexel. I think that's why. Human resources? Yeah, Yeah, Booker, they said, is in charge of human resources. (laughs) You get your W-2s from him. He'll handle your health care. If anybody, if you have a problem with anybody else, you go to him. Drexel's the only name I I remember because it's Gary Oldman's name in True Romance. Oh, yeah, that's right. And once again, an infinitely better movie. Yeah. Uh, it, it was at this point where I was like, this movie really wants uh, the big show's character to be like the kingpin. Yes. You know, from the Marvel Daredevil. Totally. Uh, that's, but, that's the energy I'm getting. But, uh, but take away any emotional nuance. Take away any intelligence. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, yes. Take exactly. away... Uh, uh, certainly the money to portray a crime organization on screen, that's gone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, yeah. you know, take away interesting heroes opposing him like Daredevil or the <laughs> Punisher. No, they're gone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's almost like, you know how, like, uh, Daredevil killing or not killing people is a huge, like, linchpin of the narrative yeah. of those of, of that show? Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, that's not here. Or, I mean, even <laughs> even the Punisher, who seemingly is a more simple character, has way more nuance and going on in him than Dean yeah. Cain in this. Yeah, I suppose that's maybe a better comparison uh, Cause, between. Well, because that guy is killing people, but like, right. there's there's an emotional reason for it. There's an emotional cost for doing it. Uh, yeah, and he's and it's played also by... not explicitly told. We're not explicitly told that his actions are good necessarily. No, it's really it's really a, a, an ambiguous character. Yeah, and he's played yeah. by I think one of the best actors working today. Uh, yeah, John well, Bernthal is amazing. Uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, he's a, so he gets all that info. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, let's see. Investigate uh, prison. Oh yeah, we we do see Dean Cain making a shiv out of a pen. Great. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because now he's on the offense. Because yeah, uh, this guy's taking a shower, and Dean Cain just fucking comes in and fucking murders this guy. And I think yeah, because at first and who is this like, guy? Okay, so now he's just killing random people. I don't even I know think who this, this guy is. One is. of the people. This is one of the people who assaulted him in the laundry room. Okay, yeah. That would make sense. But, but I mean, there's so many... Because, like, yeah, there's Drexel and Booker and then, like, eight to... Everybody else doesn't have a name. Seven or eight other know. guys that Dean Cain will murder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's Tattoo... Which one's Tattoo Mouth? Uh, That's Booker. That's Booker. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's what I... Th- I my notes just refer to that man as Tattoo Mouth because he has a <laughs> tattoo all around his mouth. Well, yeah, because he couldn't grow a goatee, so he had to tattoo one onto his face. <laughs> oh, he's that's the only he's he's one of the only ones who stands out because they gave him that. So, like, oh, yeah. that's something to like hang on to. Anything to distinguish him from the other people in this movie. But yeah. This guy, Dean Cain, just puts this fucking pen shiv into this guy's throat. Yeah. yeah. And, and this like, is also really good CG blood spurts. I really like that. In this well, sequence. what I do like about it is because it's the it's the the pen, right? So the blood yeah. is coming out the tube of the pen and spraying yeah. spraying Dean Kane's face with blood. Um, you know, somebody was just like, "Oh, this is so cool!" Oh, you like got, when they're putting it, it together. Super oh, sweet. Yeah. And you know, some divorced dad somewhere is like, "Fuck yeah, get him, Dean!" <laughs> oh yeah, as they're eating their hungry man XL meal. <laughs> And a and a can of Coors Light. <laughs> Hell yeah! Get some. Yeah. Uh, oh man, this 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 portrait that we've, we've been crafting over the well, you know, he's he's in boxers sad, and like a greased person. up white undershirt, right? Like uh-huh. the grease yeah, stained. and an open bathrobe. You know, <laughs> Hell like yeah! A small studio apartment. Yeah, because I don't have garbage. the kids this weekend. Exactly. <laughs> Good grab myself another brew dog. Uh, <laughs> before we get to the second half of Vendetta. <laughs> gotta fill up. <laughs> I gotta get ready. It's gonna be good. Um uh let's see. So yeah, so he kills that guy. Uh uh-huh. then we go we literally go right from that to there's this guy sweeping. I don't know who this guy is either, but Dean Kane's gonna fucking kill him. He's one of the yeah, he, must be, yeah. he must be. He must be. I mean, I'm assuming. I don't. They, well, they have to be. That, that's him, the but... only thing that would make. No, I did. I, I didn't clock the faces of those guys at all. No. <laughs> the movie had no interest in showing me the faces of those guys, and nope. that scene was so fast. Who cares? 
This yeah. guy, though, he will choke to death and then snap his neck with a broom. Mm. Yeah. Did you think when he broke... I was expecting him to break this thing and then impale him with it. That's what I thought. I couldn't do, believe yeah. this movie actually held back on an impaling. Because <laughs> it indulges in every other act of violence. This, this is, is the only time. Yeah. This is the only time it's not bloody. He just chokes him out and then... I guess is the idea when he breaks the thing over the guy's neck, he snapped his neck. I'm assuming, but that's not really how that. No, works, I didn't. So. I didn't follow this at all because I went like, yeah. So the wait that killed the guy. <laughs> okay, I guess so. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, yeah he's I don't know. dead. So, uh, yeah, yeah great. Uh, <laughs> text that guy in the shower. Da da da. Uh, okay, so, so this that, is getting that, people nervous, right? Yeah, so this is where the big like, show says you better teach him a lesson that'll stick this time or whatever. <laughs> what if we just send in one un- unarmed man? Oh, what if that worked? He comes in to beat up Dean Kane, but Dean Kane's ready for it and proceeds to beat this guy with a sink. Yep. He tears the sink out of the wall of the cell. And bashes the... And somehow this guy survives this. I don't quite know. It's very... I don't know how. But Dean Kane does drop the sink on him and then goes, Message received. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, I, weren't you waiting for a sink pun, though? I, I Yes. I was literally just trying to think of what it, what it should be. It should but, have been yeah. something like, Wash up. <laughs> Scrub a dub dub. Yes, I don't know something like that though. Something about washing them down the drain, or yeah, I don't know. Well, because there, are, I mean, there are so many times where he should say a one-liner, and he does. Like message received is okay, but then there's other Pretty ones where, where he just goes like, "That's right," and you're like, "That's not anything." The when he when he killed the guy in the shower. Oh yeah, yeah. His one liner at the end was "You're done." Yeah, I didn't even write that one down because that's not anything. Yeah, exactly. Like, You're done. Okay. Is that supposed to be cool? Well, you or? could you could have if he said something about something and the guy was like, "I'm just getting started," and then he says, "You're done." Like if if that was like a couplet, that could work. Right. But just yeah. you're done. I thought like, well, that you could say that in this any movie point. isn't. This movie isn't even interested in doing the the one of the only things action movies like have going for them, which is the setup and payoff one liner. Like I, they don't even bother to even have. Even if it's an obvious setup, they don't yeah. even bother to have that. Yeah, it's it's no, pretty it's, lazy. It's it's really lazy, and it speaks to how not fun this movie is. It's not having yeah. any fun because the one liners make. Some of the insanely brutal kills fun. When Arnold right. impales a dude and says, stick around, you know, that's funny. I'm going like, oh, the violence is lessened in its visceral nature because, oh, right. we're just having fun, you know. But Why this movie is off a little steam. No, no, but it's also not doing anything to be serious either. So it's nothing. So it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's nothing here. Uh, <laughs> my next note is um, injured goon says Dean is dangerous. This is where he talks after the sink's been dropped on him. He's in the infirmary. He's going to the big show. He goes, "Yeah, I don't know that we should be messing with that guy. He dropped a sink on me." <laughs> uh, 
and uh, this is where the warden is. Uh, I guess all this goes. The warden goes. Maybe I should be working with Dean Kane. So he's yeah. like, "Why don't you come and work for me? We can cut a deal that's mutually beneficial." Is this where this happened, or or is? No, this is. I mean, I, that's well. There's there's two scenes. So this is where Dean says no. And then the okay. de- and then in classic prison fashion, you go send him to the hole. Is this because uh, I'm trying to remember if because when do they kill his partner? When does that happen? That's after this. Okay, uh, I, I couldn't remember. Let's see. Where is that? Actually? Like it does. <laughs> it does seem like the events of this movie could happen in any order. It you know? does. That's the thing where I am going. Like, when does that happen? Yeah. Oh no. Okay, it is later. I because ha- I did write it down. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So they put Dean in solitary, okay. uh, and the big show's like, "Hey man, we need to murder Dean Kane." And the warden's like, "Be patient." For what? I know. I don't know what this is. What I I can't follow what anyone's doing. <laughs> and also, in terms of like thriller writing, there's no ticking clock to anything. Nope. There is no be patient uh-uh. because we're waiting to do. There's nothing. Something. Yeah, no, no there's no this <laughs> there's no character or plot motivations moving anything forward here. Nope. It's just a series of random events. But well, we do like. get Dean Kane doing push ups in solitary. Getting strong. Yeah, yeah getting ripped. Mm-hmm. Uh he already looked pretty ripped when he came in, but he's getting That's even true. more ripped to fight. Somebody. No Kane, no gain. But <laughs> there you go, says. man. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, but he also in solitary fashions what becomes his signature weapon. Listen, were you excited about screw knuckles? No, I was not. <laughs> so he's got this leather strap that goes over his hand that he's put two standard like screws that you would get off of anything that go in like a chair or something, right? Yeah. And he's put those through for stabbing. But where? Where did he get these things? <laughs> oh, they don't show that. Because generally, I feel like in solitary confinement, there's nothing in there because they don't even want somebody to potentially kill themselves. That's the idea. But somehow this guy, this guy's got a leather strap, perfect for hanging. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and and a couple screws, yeah. four screws, two leather straps, and now he's got screw knuckles. Yeah. I want. I mean, it's almost like the video game, right? You have acquired screw knuckles. Uh, right. <laughs> You've done a, a modicum of crafting. And yeah, it's a craft. It's, like, it's, it's this. We found the leather straps and the screws, and then you click them together, uh. and it becomes screw knuckles. <laughs> Plus five damage to your punches yeah. now. Um, there's also... Oh, okay, yeah, so he's got screw knuckles, which is... I guess cool. I don't know. But this guy comes, another guy comes after him. Who is this guy? I don't know. Doesn't matter. But this, okay. So he he hits the guy once with the screw knuckles and drops him. Then he puts a pillow over the guy and starts punching him through the pillow. But I thought the screws aren't very long. I don't think they'd go through the pillow. Even if it was a very thin pillow, it wouldn't really do much of anything. It's, this is completely unnecessary. <laughs> it really is, but but he, I mean, this is where I'm going. Like our hero, ladies and gentlemen, he just <laughs> murders the shit out of this guy with these screw knuckles. 
And it's still not super clear who this person is, <laughs> no. other than they're loosely associated with Vincent Abbott. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't know. It uh, is a clear example of uh, a henchman gets it way worse than the villain eventually does. <laughs> oh, yeah. This guy gets the bejesus murdered out of him, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so the big show is really upset because he, he goes to the warden again and goes, he's literally killing everyone <laughs> that works for us. And the warden goes, I've got a plan, and gives him a slip of paper with the partner's name on it. So now we're going to get to the death of the partner. And I don't understand any of how mm -hmm. this works. I don't understand how it works, and I don't understand why it works, or why it was done in the first place. Yeah. is this the, So this is in response to Dean Cain killing off their henchmen, mm -hmm. which is in response to that uh, the big show killing Dean Cain's wife. Right. So my question is, how is killing another person associated with Dean Cain supposed to stop him yeah. from continuing the violence? Because as expected, it has the exact opposite effect. <laughs> it does. I mean, he would have – there's no effect because he would have been doing all of the stuff anyways. Yeah. He doesn't – He's already like he, on a vendetta trail. You don't right. need to – giving him more <laughs> reasons to seek vengeance or not, you know, like – Pretty unnecessary, You're just redoubling honestly. his efforts. Right, just exactly. re-upping his rage. Um, yeah. The other thing I thought about this is how the hell does this prison warden make the murder of a cop just disappear? Great question. <laughs> I have no idea. He's like – they're going to ask what happened to this cop. They and it's probably not gonna, will. It's not going to take much to find out he went to this prison and never came back. <laughs> hey, I'm seeing in this cop's phone records yeah. that he was called by your prison. Yeah. And then that was the last time he'd ever been seen. Do you, is there anything you can say about that? No. Also, like, the, thing. the GPS locator in his car, which cop cars definitely have. But, yeah, although he wasn't in a cop car. That's he true. He was in his sports car. But they have to disappear to that car then. Music. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it, he did not explain any of that. This warden, by the end of his movie, I'm going, this guy is so fucking powerful. <laughs> like, in, in reality, I mean, you don't hear a lot about cops getting killed by criminal organizations in reality because yeah. the heat that brings down on you is yeah. so huge <laughs> like it's yeah. they don't they don't just stop looking for a missing cop nope <laughs> no they don't and actually after the partner gets killed there's no even mention anyone is looking for him <laughs> nope there's no repercussions for that because mm -mm. they it's feel <laughs> completely uninterested in paying off anything. When so, you're talking about the yeah. weird 80s music, though, I do like when they cut to his partner, who is, like, grooving down the road to this. He's like, hmm, <laughs> yeah, da-da, bow, hey. <laughs> they couldn't even give him his own, like, what does he do in his free time? I don't know. He's driving somewhere. Yeah, he's driving. And, and He has no family or friends uh, to ask about his him after he disappears, apparently. Because they, yeah. they call him and say Dean Cain has been killed and they need him to come identify the body, you know, in the middle of the night. Sure. Yeah. That's another thing I thought, about too, that. about this guy who's like an experienced detective. Ha nothing seems off about showing up at this dark prison in the middle of the night and, like, People are getting behind you, and <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. At no point does he suspect anything. Yeah, he is 
completely oblivious. Yeah. Um, so they <laughs> they oh, get him. Boy. Then they bring Dean Kane yeah. in, where they proceed to once again. <laughs> This might be the most beatings to death we've had in one of these movies. Because they mm-hmm. just beat the partner to death and make Dean Kane watch. In the same way of his wife. But th- there's no like, oh, it's just like that. You know what I mean? There's no, no. like self-reflection from Dean Kane about no. like. Where's why the line about happening? like, these people have taken so much from me? Nope. Yeah. No. No. It's just more like, I- God damn. I guess I'm gonna have well, to I, kill you people even faster. I guess I guess they do set this up very well because in the first scene when his partner gets shot, his only reaction <laughs> is crap. So oh, I guess crap. it makes sense that he's not really affected. I would have liked another one of those yeah. where he's just like, "Yeah, well, god damn it, god damn it, <laughs> did you really fall for this, you idiot?" No, this is the time where he is going like, "God no, you know, <laughs> why, God no, come on." Yeah. Anyway. Uh, it, but then uh, there's no immediate success for the big show after this because then the next scene is everybody going like, yeah, nobody wants to work with you anymore, big show, because we're all too afraid of being murdered by Dean Kane. <laughs> well, shit, man. Uh, yeah. So now Dean goes and says, well, what about that mutually beneficial relationship, Warden? Mm-hmm. So what? Ch- so I guess what changes is that. Now his partner has been killed. Yeah. Now he's like, all right. Now, now but, I'll go. But even I guess this is part of his plan, I think, though. Y- yeah. Well, because he goes, he goes, well, what would I do for you? And he's like, well, what do you think? And this is where he says, you've got the skills of a cop and the constitution of a killer. <laughs> uh, and so. Oh, God. And so, well, let's get into the most fucking Hannibal Lectory thing he does, which is to Booker, a.k.a. Tattoo Mouth, mm-hmm. who he lures into a room. In I don't the know. Same, it's the same room that his partner was killed in. Yeah, because we only uh, have so many sets. <laughs> yeah, and and the Booker was lured in in a very similar way to how his partner was lured in. So yeah. it's nothing... But it, but the movie does not want to show that that parallel, you know, like no, nope. you know, it, it's no. so funny. That's it's another so way to do it too, right? It's like another vigilante thing. Is like, my God, I've become the thing I'm fighting against. Yeah. Nope. No. Dean has no problem with any of his actions. Uh, nope. Because what he does here is he injects him. I don't know where he got this. With some kind of paralytic agent. Uh, yeah. So the guy's paralyzed. And Dean just fucking slits this guy's arms open. Wouldn't it be something if at the beginning of this, the prison sequence of this film, Dean Kane's like, I'm not just going to kill you. Yeah. I'm going to kill every single person that works for you and like gives you power. Yeah. And, and, and in the moment that you are the most powerless, I will then kill you. That would have been uh, cool. Yeah. No, but that's he doesn't. So, so that's like James Bond kill... license to kill is like that. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the, I, so like, I don't understand why he doesn't just kill the big show right away. Like nope. immediately. I don't understand like, it. It doesn't matter if, if he had just killed the big show right off the bat. Everybody else, I think, I don't think would have sought power. It's no. over. Instead. No. Here's another guy who gets it so bad. So much worse than he, than, he uh, literally he paralyzes this guy and then bleeds him to death. 
it's really like they talk really about this up. guy literally they find him drained of blood basically yeah yeah fucking hell dean kane it's good awful. lord it, yeah and the fact that he like taunts him while he's paralyzed and he goes you can't feel it but you're dying you know you're like jesus christ man is any of this necessary but again at the end of the movie they're like you did it dean kane way to go fuck yeah Yeah. dean (laughs) sorry choked on that hungry man brownie um (laughs) i think there are nuts in there uh uh so yeah so once again big i do like how many scenes there are of the big show going to the war and going like he's done it again come on man what are we gonna do about this because uh, he, well, he busts into the warden's office he goes come on man we have to kill this guy and the warden gets the darkest cruelest one-liner here he goes oh does someone need a hug because a friend bled out <laughs> holy fuck and then this is where the big show grabs him because he's like three times the size yeah. of this guy but his yeah. his guard henchman puts a shotgun to mm-hmm. big show's head and he's like yep. one of these days he won't be around and then i'm gonna kill you that will happen does but, he kill him i don't think so d- Oh. The dean, the the warden. I don't think the warden dies in this movie. Oh, does he not? I don't think no. so. He tries to kill him. Sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. And obviously his his. No, you're right. You're right. The warden. The warden gets arrested. Yeah. He goes to shoot him, but the gun was out of ammo. Is what it is. So he 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 does yeah. try to. He breaks his leg though. Yes. That's at the end. Anyway. Big show, though. He doesn't need the orders anymore. He's just going to go stab. We see him. He's got the shiv. He's going to stab Dean Kane in the cafeteria. Dean Kane sees it and punches out one of the guards so he gets solitary. Ha <laughs> ha! Nice try, big show! Yeah, except for the fact that if the big show is really running this place, then you're just putting yourself into a death trap. Yeah. So. Yeah. But. No, that, that's the thing. It. The The amount of power the big show has ebbs and flows depends on the need of the story. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's bad. It's just, yeah. the script is awful. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so he's, uh, so the, the <laughs> whatever this, I don't remember this guy's name. I just kept calling him Friendly Guard in my notes. Ben, I, also, I think is the character's name. Ben, uh, sure. Yeah, he I'll, comes I'll to see him in, uh, in solitary. Uh, 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 what do they talk about? Oh, this is where Dean King goes. Hey, man! Sooner or later, you got to choose a side. What are the sides here? Uh, please, movie, please explain to me what are the sides here. It seems like... to me, at least in Dean Kane's mind, when he says this, that the warden and Big Show are on the same side, right? Even sure. though we know that there's actually tension between those two. So I think yeah. it's the Warden and Big Show's criminal organization versus Dean Kane. Well, which side would you like to pick, random guard who's maybe the only truly moral character? In I the think you I think I think this is as close to a heroic character as we get in the movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. no, I think not really a tough choice here. You know what I mean? 
It's, well, it, I mean, it, I mean, to a certain extent, you lose either way because I'm not. I don't like Dean Cain's actions either. So no, no, definitely. I'm not, not on board with like, any of this shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, let's see, Warden. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. The Warden makes peace with Big Show. He goes, "Hey, man, and don't worry. We're gonna get Dean Cain out of here. We're gonna transfer him to a new prison. I guess this becomes." The ticking clock of like in a couple days the paperwork will go through and Dean Kane's gonna leave the prison, which to me would just mean then do nothing and let him go. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he's like, no, now it's our final chance to kill him. Is the way Big Show takes this. Sure. Because his old man cellmate is like, yeah, I done heard they're gonna try to kill you. <laughs> They've been plotting out there, out in the. The exercise on, on the roof. Yeah, on up on the roof with the exercise equipment. In fact, Drexel's up there, right? I mean, you talk about like a video game fucking thing. This feels like a cutscene where it's like, in fact, if you hurry over there, Drexel's on the roof right now. <laughs> you might just want to head up there and pay him a visit. Yeah, yeah. This feels like early Grand Theft Auto. It has uh, that dialogue. vibe to it for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because he does go up there and Drexel is... <laughs> In in a scene in, in something that would never happen in a prison, two inmates, everybody can just get around this prison so easily for like a maximum oh, yeah. security prison They're for just murderers. Free to roam the premises because you would uh, you would really. never let two inmates just be out in the exercise yard by themselves. Oh my god! Nope. Because this Absolutely would happen. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a lot of problems with prisons, but no prison is this poorly run. This, yeah, yeah, it would be. There are different problems in reality. There are um, there are plenty of different problems, but I don't think there's a lot of problems of. Well, this prison just kind of lets anybody wander anywhere and do whatever the fuck they want. Like it'd be one thing if it was maybe understaffed, perhaps. Oh, that would be something that does. That would have been an interesting but, wrinkle that would almost be saying something about you know. Yeah, we just yeah. don't have the manpower, but. Also, that doesn't matter because it has to be the evil warden, the classic evil right. warden. Of course, prison of wardens course. are always evil in movies. I mean, one could argue the same thing about real life prison wardens, but they're always <laughs> comic book evil. You know what I mean, like his little thing. Well, like, yes, 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 and uh, I'm making the inmates fight each other for my entertainment. And you know, like, damn, classic. I've, Man, I've never classic. heard of that happening in reality. Uh, at least not since 1935. Uh, yeah, we're having yeah. a bare knuckle boxing match down there. Yeah, like I said, so many things to make a movie about criticizing prisons, but this movie doesn't come close to anything to do with reality. Any of them? Yeah, no, no forget it, man. Uh, so yeah, uh, so Dean goes up there. This, this is this is Drexel. Yeah, these two throw down. I liked how this movie completely glosses over the fact that what if the his uh, old man friend was setting him up you yeah. know what i mean <laughs> yeah because again there's no like thought of like oh but whose side is he actually on who yeah. who like which allies do i actually have but, in here well because old know. man cellmate is, is barely a character exactly like, yeah <laughs> we meet him reading a book in his cell and this is literally the only other time we see him after that yeah <laughs> making the character a complete waste of everyone's time <laughs> Because you could have had the guard do this. Friendly guard could have done this scene. Right. I yeah, don't know why we exactly. needed this character at all. Um, 
So anyway, Dean ends up winning the fight, and he gets like a wire or a cord off of one of the weightlifting machines, mm-hmm. and he ties the guy up. <laughs> I love the idea that he has to like lasso this guy and drag him over to the edge of the roof. So he. Yeah. <laughs> this it's is the funny. this is the best. This is the this is the funniest part of the film. Well, because he he throws him off the roof of the prison. Okay, that's not inherently hilarious, but the fact that he is perfectly lined him up to land on the main henchman guard for the warden. And so he literally, like a cartoon, kerplat? <laughs> it's a two-for-one death. It's very funny. It is. This is definitely the, the funniest part of the film. I, th- I mean, it's... I don't see that anything can possibly beat this for Kill of the Movie because no. he kills yeah. two people by dropping one guy on another guy. And it looks terrible. It looks so <laughs> like it's bad. so poorly done. Well, and and is there clearly two separate sets? Because what you never get is looking from the ground up at the roof. You get Dean nope. Kane on the roof, then the guys on the ground, and it just cutting back and forth. So yeah, th- there's no building for like it looks really poor. Uh, yeah, and the guy yeah when the guy falls, it ha- it almost it happens too fast. Like I had to back it up, and go oh you did fall on him. <laughs> Uh, and also, did, did Dean Kane was he intending to hit this guard? I think so. Because I think that's why he that dragged he him to that part of the roof and, like, lined him up. Like, there's no, like, hmm, he likes to hang out in this part of this courtyard. Let me see if I can get a good angle down. Yeah, I could probably throw somebody down there. Like, it's so weird. It really um, is. It's so and goofy. Also, this action also incites a prison riot. Well, so, like, this is my <laughs> Because the guard is holding a shotgun, which I I don't believe you actually bring firearms. And you have guys up in towers and stuff. Yes. And you have guns locked away but you yeah. because this could happen. And what happens mm-hmm. is when this guy gets splatted by the guy falling on him, <laughs> one of the other nameless inmates just goes, Hi, man, look, a shotgun! And picks <laughs> and up the shotgun. Immediately and- <laughs> guards <laughs> starts blowing away guards and a full-on riot happens which yeah was that also part of dean kane's plan because he really so this, uses this, it to his advantage he he certainly i think it was intended to be part of his plan which does bring up the question like the the friendly guard yeah how is he not enraged by this it's like yeah maybe some of these guards weren't good people but like you just got a whole bunch of people killed who didn't yeah. need to get killed. Well, we like, keep what? cutting to the friendly guard up in the tower with a rifle. Doing literally nothing. <laughs> he keeps he looking not through the scope and almost shooting and then being like, no. I Wait, I, I got to sh- remove my sunglasses dramatically. Could you imagine if he had just shot the big show and ended this whole thing? I mean, <laughs> I would have preferred that because then it would have ended. Oh, because this, this sequence is so drawn out. This is it, like... It just keeps going. This I riot sequence why. is like 20 minutes down the stretch of this thing. Yeah. It goes on yeah. forever. Let's try to get through the highlights of this here. So the sure. riot breaks out, which means Dean goes to confront the warden. And what is this? Oh, yeah, yeah. The warden says to the guard, shoot Dean Kane. But Big Show ends up saving Dean Kane because now, somehow, now everyone has a shotgun, it seems like, in the prison. <laughs> everyone has a firearm. Well, something that would never happen is there's a riot in the yard, and the warden grabs a handgun from his desk and goes down to deal with it himself. 
Unless, of course, there is an element of character development that sets this up. Right. As him being like a control freak, like egomaniac. And it's yeah. like, no, no. I like he really perceives himself as being like, oh, no, I can take this guy. I they're can just like they're like, there's a riot down in the yard. And he's like, pulls a 45 from a drawer. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's nothing like that. He, he just, I, yeah, it's very strange. And so they, yeah, they come down there. The big show shoots the guard who was going to kill Dean Kane, and uh, then it is on. <laughs> and they start punching each other. Everybody's punching and shooting. Guards are just getting blown away left and right here. Yep, uh, all part of Dean Kane's plan. I guess, yeah, I mean, you talk about, yeah, he ends up killing the big show, spoilers, but uh, uh, tons of innocent people die in the chaos yeah. of this. And again, like not all these guards thing. are corrupt. They get murdered. Yeah, they though. don't show. They only show a couple of guards being corrupt. But like, but like but eighteen the, of them get murdered here. It would be one thing if the entirety of the like the guards and the warden and everybody in charge were all corrupt and like it's shown to be a systemic problem in this prison. But they aren't, so that that makes all of this death seem unnecessary and kind of like kind of heartless on the on behalf of dean kane yeah um yeah D dean kane does defeat the big show here in round one of their prison fight because they will fight some more uh but yeah. he defeats him here with a ball grab <laughs> a grab and squeeze <laughs> a good old-fashioned grab and squeeze <laughs> and he's gonna kill him but then of course dean kane gets shot in the shoulder by the warden who yeah. very stupidly then goes I'll let you do the honors, Big Show, and hands Big Why? Show his gun. Just shoot both of them and be done with it. That would what solve so many problems for this guy. No, yeah. because the <laughs> yeah, that doesn't work. Uh, instead, uh, he ends up. Does he shoot the warden? I think so. I think the warden gets shot in the leg or something. He gets something. shot and then and then the big show like steps on his leg and shatters so he's like yeah. ah. And something then he like goes that. to shoot him in the head but the gun is out of ammo. Mm -hmm. And he's like whatever, he tosses that. I don't need that gun to kill you. Doesn't but, he walk up to a guard and he's like I need ammo or something? Like That's later. That's later to a different oh. guy, which is very dumb. Good lord. <laughs> That's a different guy. Why is this so long? Why does the sequence have to like ex I don't understand. Yeah, uh I oh, guess yeah, cuz yeah. otherwise then the film's just going to be 70 minutes long. Well, so, so some other guards saved the warden though from Big Show beating him to death. Meanwhile, yeah. a bunch of guys have enclosed Dean Kane and he busts out his trusty screw knuckles and just starts dropping dudes. <laughs> He's punching in the throat. Guys are just spilling blood everywhere. We're just spraying blood left and right down this sequence here. There's a lot of it, yeah. It's yeah. This whole sequence... But it's once again, even I love violent action and stuff, but this is, it's just so much that I'm going like, I don't care about any of these characters. This means no. nothing to me. Like, the visceral reaction I have in a movie, if I see somebody get killed, it's like, oh! When I care about the character doing it, I'm like, oh, he got him! He got the bad guy! You know, like, that's the... Yeah, the I don't. There's a reason why in say like 
Inglorious Bastards or uh, Django Unchained. I yeah. mean, obviously, Quentin Tarantino is an excellent example of this. Why we are rooting at the end of the movie when yeah. like a great act of violence is happening is because the buildup is there for us to want this to happen. Brad Pitt destroying yeah. members of the Manson family is awesome. Right, because there's there's at least a uh, historical context that builds that. Like, and we've builds. grown to love Brad Pitt. And, right. you know, that sort of thing where it's like we know the characters, we know the bad guys, we know the stakes of it, the consequences right. if we don't do this. So it is exciting yeah. to see that evil triumphed over. Here, right. who gives a shit? These are just more random inmates, and Dean Cain <laughs> is destroying them. Big deal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so he he's fighting those guys. Uh Dean, oh yeah, Dean shoots. Oh right, Dean gets the guard who beat his partner to death, and mm -hmm. shoots him in the head. And he goes, "That was for him, or whatever." You know? Sure. Yeah. What? And I, and I went like, "Oh, right, that guy." Yeah. It's another one where that's another one where I was like, "Oh, I guess that was the guy who killed his partner." Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Whatever, man. Uh, <laughs> uh. Oh, then then Big Show is coming at him. And Dean Cain mm -hmm. shoots Big Show in the leg, and Big Show doesn't even miss a step. Just takes yeah. that bullet to the leg and keeps coming at him. And I think we do get a Dean Cain like, of course. <laughs> Once again, he's just, ugh. <laughs> Sigh. Shot him in the head. Yeah. yeah. Good grief. Like, it's just, yeah. <laughs> Dean Cain is never, he he's just like, you know, or he had the crap earlier. This is another one where he's just like, ugh, of course. <laughs> What Can't a day. Uh, <laughs> I hate Mondays. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so they have another big fight between these two. Big Show wins this fight. Um, but Big Sh but this is where he asks the guard. He picks up Dean Kane's gun that was empty now. Yeah. And he goes over to a guard. He goes, give me some ammo. And the guy does for reasons I don't fully understand. <laughs> And he loads up the gun and shoots that guard in the head. Mm -hmm. Then he goes to kill Dean Kane with the gun. But, of course, he can't just shoot him. He's got to do the say hi to your wife and baby when you, you know, whatever. Uh, right, exactly. But luckily, Dean Kane has stashed a knife that I don't understand why he wasn't using earlier. Great question. Yeah, because he got it from the good, uh, the good guard. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, don't know I, I was also like, well, I, he could have used that several opportunities like way long ago why well, didn't understand i mean it's the same thing with the screw knuckles why didn't he have those on from the start just anything but anyway before big show can pull the trigger dean came bust this knife out and slices his throat open man mm -hmm. yeah i mean it looks good but who cares once again <laughs> and then i did think it was kind of unnecessary that he shot him in the head after this it it was because he was it certainly he was. was definitely pouring blood out of his sliced open throat and was well, about was dead to die. at that yeah. point. Like, and yeah, wouldn't you kind of want to like have him Draw suffer to death? Yeah, yeah. You know, for yeah. his wife and stuff. No, he just puts a bullet yeah. in his head, and then but then does kind of walk away with a like, well, that's over with. <laughs> yeah, uh, and the friendly guard comes down and arrests the warden. And he's like, what for? And it's just like, um, all the things. Everything. Yeah. Look at all of this. Yeah. Like, what, what do you mean? And then Dean Cain kind of gives a nod to the friendly guard. And then the movie just stops. 
Yeah. <laughs> I am kind of glad that Dean Kane didn't get out of prison. Yeah. I was so convinced is like, well, I mean, it makes sense why you did all those murders. I, so. I honestly, honestly, I was waiting for the FBI to show up and go, excellent work on that undercover job. It was a it was an <laughs> operation the whole time to exactly. root out this prison. That's what I was yeah. really waiting for. No, the movie, yeah. to be fair, still has him in prison. It's not. It does yeah. not excuse his crimes. And it seems like, it, due to all the killing he's done, he should rack up another couple life sentences. But uh, oh, definitely. <laughs> but he he definitely is like. But he is still gets gets this victorious moment of. Like, oh, we're still we supposed to think it. he is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, Dean! Get him! Yeah. <laughs> He showed up. I will say, though, I was happy how not racist this movie was. It is it mostly white bad guys. They don't play into race gangs or anything like that, which is such an obvious nope. prison thing. So happy mm -hmm. to see that, actually. It doesn't. Yeah. It never it never plays into any of that bullshit, which is good. Yeah. Uh, no. As we said, no sexual assault. Nice. Mm -hmm. uh, we love to not see it. Love to not see it. Yeah uh so but terrible terrible movie yeah but a terrible film yes <laughs> truly boring uh yeah. no reason for it to exist yeah um it, it, it saying nothing uh yeah yeah uh so anyway movie. uh yeah that's that's it uh let's we already picked our kill of the movie it has to be we did the two for one dropping of a man on another man yeah i don't think there's funny. any debate about that some weak weak one-liners here but let's go through the three we have yeah. we have the partner asking him where he's going at the beginning and he says hunting trip we yeah. have him dropping a sink on a guy and going message received and then i think what has to be the winner is the warden saying does someone need a hug because a friend bled out <laughs> He, only because the other two are so terrible. Yeah, that we yeah, it's, it 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 stands out. You know that's yeah. what. Uh, yeah. So uh, well, you know, Lisman, I'm always trying to find the strangest IMDb reviews for these movies. Not mm -hmm. a ton of IMDb reviews for this movie, uh, mm -hmm. but I did find uh, this one. Let's see, which is a. I actually I have two here. Okay. Uh, that I'm gonna read though. Uh, this one comes to us from uh, uh, IMDb user Paulil Pisto, uh, okay. and it's titled, Unsure What the One Star Reviewers Were Expecting. <laughs> it is a movie that is good entertainment for a hot summer night when you don't feel like sleeping, but don't want to pay too much attention to anything either. I'm repeating, entertainment. It is not a film, it's an entertaining movie. It delivers exactly what you would slash should expect from it, which is bloody action and fast-paced plot that doesn't make much sense if you start thinking about it too much. It deserves at least 7 out of 10 because it is what it is. Acting was pretty good, too. I am not professional enough to see a lot of mistakes in it anyway. 7 out of 10 stars. I mean, a lot of points I agree with. with yes, yeah. you know. But uh, I, I, I this is this is a running thing where it's like, what do you expect? It's not supposed to be good. It's like, well, it could be. It could be. It, it could try to be good. It could at least be. 
I, I, the, I mean, obviously, our biggest disagreement with this review is that it isn't entertaining. No, uh, it's, it's really not. It's just kind of boring. I agree. There are plenty no of movies anything. I enjoy on that level that we're talking about where it's just yes. a fun, fast-paced action movie. Right. But this one is not that, like, at all. Because, nope. uh, well, again, its tone, it, it, it's clearly going for a more serious tone. Yes. Uh, if it was trying to go for, like, a bombastic, like, silly over-the-top action movie that would at least be entertaining but it it didn't even do that so it's like you said it's nothing it's just nothing and so here's another review this one comes to us from imdb user kook3 uh old kook uh and it's titled it's titled surprisingly good the story was formulaic and we've seen it all before but dean kane and big show give outstanding performances both the violence is graphic, and at one point, Dean was showing that he had the chops to play Batman in another life. Oh, boy. Yeah, he did play Superman, so I don't know. Uh, this film does not shy away from the blood and violence. There is very little bad language in it, though, if any. Uh, people are always concerned about the language. That fascinates me. Uh, one has to suspend belief a lot, though. How Big Show's character can do what he does and how the number of murders goes unnoticed, it got stupid. When people are being killed who are not even inmates, the rest of the police should have been investigating. Why a cop was put in general population is another mystery. My score of seven is probably higher than the story deserves, but Dean Kane's performance gives it an extra two points and made this a very enjoyable watch. Seven out of ten stars. Again, a lot to agree with here. Yeah. No, that's the thing. Listen, I found no... I, I Seven right, was where I started strange. to see reviews. There were no... Yeah, okay. 10, 9, or 8-star reviews. They started okay. at 7 was the highest. So even the people who are liking it are going like, yeah, but it's not that great. Uh. Yeah, exactly. Although there's maybe someone else out there, Lisman, another reviewer oh. we're familiar with, who maybe oh. does think a little higher of this film. And yes, it's time for everyone's favorite segment, The Winning Opinion! Bruce Winning did watch Vendetta, and here are his thoughts. Uh, his review is titled, I have never seen so much violence in a prison environment. And I'm aroused? Question mark? <laughs> uh, AKA, what do I do with this boner? Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, when it started, I saw that it was 5.1 surround. And then I saw it was 16.9 and gave it a five star rating. So he hasn't even watched the movie. That's just on- it? <laughs> no, there, there's more to the review but uh okay. i love that it starts at a five star based on tech specs oh uh, okay gotcha and then it, as he watches it he removes it's kind of like when a shitty person is like has a tip set out for a, a yes. waiter at a restaurant yeah like, i will take a dollar away for every time you fuck up yeah the, that is the first sentence when it started i saw it was okay. 5.1 surround sound and then i saw that it was 69 and i gave it a five star rating Nothing happened to cause that rating to drop. I like the action and violence. There is plenty of punching and kicking and use of knives. I like that the police was driving a a black late model Mustang. I appreciate the abundance of shooting. I made this a link to see other movies like this. He fucking bookmarked this movie on Amazon. Five out of five stars for him, by the way. Uh... He bookmarked this movie on Amazon so that the related movie links don't go away for him because he wants more (laughs) movies like Vendetta. Oh, boy. (laughs) Bruce. 
Bruce loved it, man. He. Th- this is something we're starting to pick up on. I don't know if but I, I can never tell which ones I've read on the show because I read all of his reviews. Uh-huh. I have to. It's my job. Uh, but uh, Bruce is a car guy, and he will often mention that he likes a movie because of the car that's in the movie. So he did like okay. that the 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 cop uh, was driving a late model Mustang. Yeah, we 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 have learned a new facet <laughs> about him. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Slowly, the the picture is becoming clearer and clearer. Absolutely, man. Uh, the guy loves tech specs and cars uh, and violence of any sort visceral yeah uh all right well uh we didn't think this was that great so listen what what say you and i come up with a reteaming of dean kane and the big show uh okay let's 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 come up with a new vehicle for them uh we're gonna use our handy dandy uh action movie title generator and uh it's going to give us uh, a title for the movie and (laughs) here it is now oh boy it's called. I think the Saska sisters will be directing this one as well, based on this title. It is called Maximum Blood. Maximum Blood. Okay. Maximum Blood. Yeah. Okay. Dean Cain. Okay. Dean Cain is a hematologist. Okay. <laughs> e- excellent. There you go. All right. So we're set in the world of point. blood. Uh, yeah. The big... he's in a. Oh, he's uh, in a like a warehouse full of like, you know, it's where the red cross stores its blood. Let's yes. just say it's a, it's a blood warehouse just because, <laughs> it's and it gets taken ones. over by terrorists. There you uh, go. Led, oh, led oh, by oh, the, oh, big it, show. the big show whose daughter and or wife desperately <gasps> need a certain blood transfusion. And so right. they, 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 they've, they've, it's, it's diehard. More stakes. There's it's diehard in a blood warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> But so he's a bad he's doing a bad thing but he has sympathetic reasons. He's complex. Mm-hmm. But yeah. maybe some of the guys who are with him, I don't know, uh maybe an Eric Roberts type, uh Sure. They are a little bit crazier than him and aren't in it for the altruistic reasons he is. So he has to mm-hmm. control his own men while Dean Kane is fighting them cuz he's a hematologist slash ex Navy SEAL of course, right? Of course. Yeah. Of course. I always and love I, I guys think... who also used to be special forces no matter what their of job they, is now. They always have to. That's be. a classic there has to be some explanation. That's a classic for, for action movie thing. I remember yeah. seeing um the first Jurassic World and they go, "Oh yeah, well Chris Pratt is this dinosaur expert training these raptors. He also used to be a Navy SEAL. And you're like, oh, oh, don't worry about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> I, lo- I love that tossed away line to go, uh, that's why you can do the stuff with the guns and all that, you know, uh-huh. that he does later yeah. in the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, great. It's just, you just go like, that just covers it. He can do action hero stuff. Let's go. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, Dean I, I like the idea that uh, Big Show's character is in some ways more sympathetic than Dean Kane's. Yeah. So, like, yes, technically he's on the right side of the law here, but maybe he's a bit more cynical. Maybe he's a bit more jaded, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, well, uh, and, and, so... and, and who, ooh, ooh, here you go. Listen, we can get in a little stuff in there. He's cynical and jaded mm. because his funding has been cut time and time again by the, the, the uncaring medical corporations. Yes, now yes. Now we're talking. Now we got a yeah. movie. Hey, this sounds way better than uh, Vendetta. <laughs> it does. Hey, can yeah, we get some um, money to make this movie? Because I think this could I actually just, be I good. Just want, yeah, I want a sequence where somebody is dropped into a giant vat of blood. You know what I yes, mean? Like yes, Like somebody drowns in blood. 
That's how that's Eric Roberts gets taken out at the end, I think. Okay, yeah, that's how Eric <laughs> Roberts gets taken out. Ma- Maggie is really concerned uh, looking over at me right As now. she should be. I mean, uh, really, yeah, as she should be on almost on every episode of this show. Uh, well, there you go. So that's uh, that's Maximum Blood coming soon to a red uh-huh. box near you. One of our better ideas, man. That one actually comes so. together and has some uh, has some layers to it. Uh, I think so. there's some marketability here. Yeah, I think sure. that one could happen. Uh, if anyone knows mm-hmm. Dean Kane, reach out to him. Uh, yeah. So uh, and uh, and be sure to check our social media feed this week because I will be posting the photo of me with Dean Kane uh, for oh, all of you perfect. guys to enjoy. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, next week on the show, Listman, uh, oh boy, we're back to our old buddy Dolph. That's right. Aww. It's a Dolph Lundgren and, and, uh, this movie not only stars Dolph, but is written, produced and directed by Mr. Lundgren. Good. So theoretically, <laughs> I'm assuming that he's going to give a shit about the film. So he's not going to be checked out. I would think so. Seeing as he is the... Uh, chief creative person behind this movie. I want to see a project that Dolph is excited to be a part of. Like that's that, what I'm that has been our this, problem with film. him. Uh, yeah. I love Dolph Lundgren, but uh, yeah, he hasn't. Uh, so yeah, this movie, as I said, written, produced, and directed, and starring Dolph Lundgren. Yes, of course. Uh, and the movie is called Missionary Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, a man and- who only has sex in one position. <laughs> assuming that's the plot uh, yep yep yeah we'll go with that and as always listen uh-huh. i would i will i will ask would you like to hear the tagline for this movie oh yeah no sin shall go unpunished <laughs> dolph lundgren is missionary man dolph lundgren comes out on top <laughs> missionary <laughs> man <laughs> yes and i'll just say that the poster is him in a leather jacket and a cowboy hat and he's holding a bible okay I so he's gonna have a full texan accent i'm assuming <laughs> no i think he's gonna sound like dolph sounds in every movie <laughs> okay. okay i don't think was... i've ever heard dolph do anything with his accent <laughs> um other than i guess he did do the russian accent as ivan drago that's uh, as close but as uh yeah. oh man oh boy listen i'll just say this it, in the trivia, it is described as a quote-unquote remake of Clint Eastwood's Pale Rider. So uh, we'll see. Yeah, no. just just get ready for that. Uh, although it's Jeez, set in modern day, so it's, I guess it's a different thing. But uh, spiritual success. I can right, kind so. of see where it's coming from in that. I can yeah, see the connections there. Yeah. So anyway, that'll be next week on the show. Been looking forward to this one because I do. I I don't think I've ever seen anything Dolph has made, only that he's acted. Yeah. In, so. And he's yeah. directed uh, seven other movies too. So he, uh, all right, know. we'll have to get to them. Well, yeah. depending on how this goes, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take it from this to yeah, yeah, go, yeah. <laughs> Missionary Man. It is available for Amazon Prime subscribers, so it, it's out there. Uh, but that'll be next week on the show. But that is going to do it for this week's episode of the Action Shelf. I'm John Campbell. I'm Michael Usman. Till next week, get yourself some action. The Action Shelf. The Action Shelf is part of the Panel Up Podcast Network. Remember to follow us on social media. We're at Action Shelf Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And you can email us at actionshelfpod at gmail.com. Of course, you can also support the entire network by heading over to patreon.com slash panelup 
to get cool exclusive bonus content. The Action Show.